Do you know someone on your holiday gift list that's looking to cut costs? Consider a Henson Razor. Henson Razors use quality standard blades that only cost 10 cents each. That means you'll only be spending pennies a month on blades. Compare that to multi-blade cartridges that cost 20 to 30 times more. Over a couple years, that special someone on your list will save hundreds and get a safe and smooth shaving experience along the way. To learn more and to get 100 blades for free, go to HensonShaving.com holiday. Perfect.
Yeah. Well, all right. Like you always say, welcome, welcome, welcome. Number one sports talking D. We ain't like the Falcons. We won't blow the lead. Look, all we talk is who that? Who got cut and who back? Rookies in the vets. Players you should look at. It's the sports coma. You don't want to miss it. Got the pre-game, party, post-game statistics. Get a visit from Sway. Maybe DC or five. It's the hottest thing smoking. Big Q in the guys. Go to YouTube and live. Make sure you subscribe. In the views inside the Saints locker room high. Talk to Drew, Jordan, Zach, Peyton. New Orleans, who that nation? Best believe when I say we bleed gold and black. Ain't a miracle a rivalry could ever hold us back. No, beast quake, bounty gate. Let the truth be told. It's the sports coma. All we know is say Super Bowl. Yeah. You're listening to the sports coma with Big Q and the guys on the PRO Media Network. Who that fam? Who that? What's going on, fam? We in the building midweek sports coma coming at the family members live. I like to give a big shout out to all the fam in the building. Yeah, usually do our Wednesday show, fam, but I decided to kind of move it up being that the Saints had this inactive trade deadline that passed. A lot of people was anticipating the Saints to pick up somebody, but guess what? <laughs> Ain't a damn thing happened on that front. So I like to say what's up to the the greatest bunch of black and gold family members in the world in the stream. Big ups to all the family. Pain Music Inc. Baby, who that? The first to chime in. The chat, big ups to you, fam. Who that to you? Jermaine, he said, what it do, Big Q? Who that, baby? Same to you, Purple Knight. Wow, who that, fam? Throat cutter in the building. Let's go. It's a who that thing. That's right, fam. Jerome says, been waiting, Q. Why didn't we do what the Brams did Drop some contracts off. Easton ain't dressed out this year. Somebody need an O-line. P. Robinson's contract to sign other guys coming in. We're going to get in that today. Jerome, we're going to cover all of that today in this episode of the Sports Coma. We're going to get into it. Uh, and I will answer that question, fam. I will get into it. This is podcast 458, live stream number 47. 458 of them suckers. Big up to the family chiming in. In the building, Jermaine, who they said, did we free up some cap space for the signing of Dez Bryant? We're going to go over, we're going to go over that. Jerome, I got you. Jermaine, I got you. I'm going to cover that family in this live episode of the sports coma. Now, this is usually, you know, I wanted, we didn't take calls like I wanted to. We took a few calls in the last show, but this show, I wanted to open up the lines. And when after I go over a few topics, we're going to open up the lines for the family to chime in. I want to hear you guys live tonight in the on the show i want to hear you guys and your comments and your concerns and questions about whatever you want to go in on you want to talk about the trade the inactive trade deadline the releasing of ken crawley or drew's drew Brees coming back in excellent fashion seven and one at the midseason your report card on the saints how you feel it's an all-out saint free fall tonight two hours of midweek saint talk from your dog big q we in the building who that to the family that's all i got to say baby i'm you know i'm excited i'm happy to see all the family members chiming in in the building and I got to say, we got to, in the live stream, fam, let's give a big ups to Jerome. Jerome uh, messaged me. He uh, messaged me today and said, Q, we need, you need to go live. 
<laughs> so all the family members in the building give a big hoot at Daron, man. He the ones, he the one sponsored this one here uh, for me to go live tonight. Really, I was gonna go Wednesday, but the family members, I said, you know what? Let's have a discussion about uh, what's going on tonight after the trade deadline. So big up to Daron, I got you, baby. I'm answering your question. Cheryl, who that to you, baby? Javier, who that to your family? Kelly, who that to your fam? How you doing, Kelly? Daryl Hatcher, who that? Daryl, Paul, big ups to your fam. Who that? Payne says, who is that rapping on the intro queue? That is Black Suede, one of the boys. A lot of people probably remember Black Suede from uh, back in the day. Suede was a national artist um, on a major label. A lot of the, uh, he's from originally from New Orleans, but he was signed on the uh, label out west on the West Coast. He had put out a national album. He was on Soul Train and all this kind of stuff. And Suede is my oldest friend on the planet good old friend suede he's been on he was one of the boys he pops in every now and again he's in the fantasy league big ups to my dog suede that's who rapping on the intro well, currently we're working on something where we'll have some saint songs as a mix and we're going to try to get some other people together that's as talented uh and we have somebody to go over it might put together like a saint mixtape or something like that for the family and all this kind of stuff so you could play during game days and to get buck and get the family buck but we're gonna have some really good quality stuff just something that we're working with down the line so just to answer your question that fam who that to you uh, Willie, who that to your fam? John, let's just say we draft, not, we draft Bill now. No new free agents, LOL. That's right, John in the building. Big ups to you, fam. Uh, Purple Knight says all these sport talk shows really hyping up them Niners. Can't wait until we humble them clowns. I got you, Purple Knight. Cody says who that baby? Louis Lombard, who that to your fam? He said who that who that nation? Cali chapter. That's right. Big ups to the family, Louis Lombard. Cody said, what's going on with Dez Bryant? Cody won't know about Dez. Nothing on Dez, uh, Cody, as it stands. But let me tell you something. Give me a big hint on that, Cody. The Saints didn't do anything spectacular toward the trade deadline. They had several players that they really could have acquired to add to this team before the trade deadline. And they wouldn't have had to expound that much big draft capital to do it. The fact that they stood back and allowed the, the, dread, the deadline to pass without making any moves on the wide receiver should tell you something should tell you something that is a big clue so who that to you coded throw cutter says what's on big q 15 and what what you think son who that i love it baby i love it absolutely nobody can play with my saints uh in in the building only one can stop us is us you know i feel baby it's all the way to the super bowl fam kelly said hit the like button family please please all all the family members coming into the live chat please feel free to hit the like button upon entering or right now it takes a few seconds hit it and remember it also helps out the show and the platform as well as we continue to build this great and beautiful black and gold platform if we share the show. Facebook, Instagram, if you guys are active in Facebook or Instagram or YouTube. Reddit loves the sports coma. Big ups to Reddit. Big ups to Facebook. We get a lot of love from Facebook as well. A lot of love from Twitter, Instagram, some love as well. Pinterest, Tumblr, those sites show a lot of love to the coma. So if you guys are, if you socialize on Twitter or Instagram, Facebook, or if you're any of these saints groups or groups um you know uh feel free to share the link of the show in any one of these saints groups and it, it helps it really helps and we got a lot of people from different saints groups across uh the platform that found out about the sports coma through various saints 
football groups like on Facebook and all this kind of stuff. So feel free. It's a wonderful way, a really wonderful and very inexpensive way to help build the platform as we get all these beautiful black and gold people in the building. So thank you, family members. Thank you all for what y'all do. Uh, as we keep moving purple knight said i slapped that like button you dig thank you that purple knight lombard louis lombard says dad's on the plane to nola baby while we make a trade we could play dad's that's right javier big ups to your fam uh t who that t uh, paul says hey saints big ups to you paul who they say hey the saints should have dropped patrick robinson today to free up some money i'm telling you family it's a reason why eason and i told you just to roam i commented back to you i don't know if you got it I tried to comment to all the fans. When they comment to me online, I try to comment to them all the time, not just the thumb. Sometimes I'll be a little busy, but I really do try to show the fam love online as well. Like we do here on the show when I read out everybody name coming into the chat upon coming in who that to you and then upon leaving out of the other the chat i read all of the family members as a shout out to show you i respect you i love you and i appreciate you coming here and making this platform one of the best in the game right now also you don't have to send me <laughs> you have to uh pay money for me to shout you out just want to throw that out to you because <laughs> i know that's going on man don't play with that you know don't, don't that that's that's kind of weak for people doing that but anyway keep it rolling uh let's see uh kelly says how about l murray 30 carries i'm so glad i'm so glad to see coach use that man the way he's made by god to do thank you kelly we were saying it he finally listened to your family Derek, who that Derek? big ups to your family Jerome says who that to the fam drew goddamn breeze i miss our hall of fame ken i'll miss our hall of famer ken crawley <laughs> Paul said the Saints should have cut Kirkwood. Also, Drew Goddamn Brees, I think they have faith in uh, Traquan Smith uh, to fuse up and possibly Kirkwood and Austin Carr. Um, See how Traquan doing? He's still rehabbing. Traquan, by all accounts, little information, inside information. I read for several reports that Traquan Smith should be ready after coming after not to buy maybe the Falcons the game preceding the Falcons game, but looking at a, a couple of weeks should have Traquan back. The indicators the fact they didn't put him on the IR yet. They could have put him on the IR, opened up a spot, and then brought somebody else in. The fact that he is still on the active roster and not placed on IR lets you know that this is a short term thing, family. So keep that in mind. <clears throat> Tramal, who that to you said, let's cut P Rob next. Tramal said, What up, Q? What up to your fam? Throw cutter. So no dares. Nothing on him yet. Chris Mueller, who that to you said, Hey Q, what's going on with M Bucks? Hey, can I tell you a secret? The secret to getting a great shave without any nicks, cuts, or irritation isn't three or four blades, a soap strip, or a swivel head. It's just supporting the blade. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just supporting the blade. Don't let it flex or bend. That's the secret to limiting shaving irritation. At Henson Shaving, we use our 20 years of aerospace manufacturing to keep the blade from moving. It's not the coolest answer, but it's the right one. To learn more and to get 100 blades for free, go to hensonshaving.com holiday. Discover a healthier, happier you with Veganuary 2024. Your health isn't just small potatoes, it's a big deal. So this January, you are invited to make a change that matters by trying Veganuary's 31-Day Vegan Challenge. Switching to a plant-based diet reduces your carbon footprint and makes a positive impact for animals. Every meal is a vote for the kind of world you want to create. Ready to make a change? Sign up today at Veganuary.com. Vote for veggies. And why is he not planned? What's going on with Malcolm Butler? And why is he not playing? I don't... Uh, Chris, Malcolm... Uh, 
Malcolm Brown, Butler, Butler. What's going on with M. Butler? Are you talking about Emmanuel Butler, uh, Chris? Uh, why is he not playing? If that's who you're saying, why receive him Emmanuel Butler has just, you know, I thought he was the best of the undrafted guys maybe. Early on, I, I was looking at Deontay Harris, and I was intrigued by Deontay Harris's speed and his ability to play on special teams. He was a weapon. But as far as the big receivers are concerned, Emmanuel Butler had the production coming out of northern Arizona. You're looking at guys like LaJordan Humphreys, those guys were battling for snaps. A lot of people thought Emmanuel Butler had the inside game, but obviously the Saints uh, chose to activate uh, Humphreys because of his relationship with Drew, with uh, Teddy Bridgewater at the time. I think that's one of the reasons why he got on the field, but once he got there, he never left until the Saints released him to bring in another wide receiver. But ultimately, don't worry, uh, LeJordan Humphreys is back on the team. He did sign back on the practice squad just to let the family members know uh so big ups to you that's on uh, on uh emmanuel butler thank you chris derek who the, derek derek summer field in the building who that to your family neville who that to your family a t said no cornerback no the cornerback in new england uh, no 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 i don't know about the cornerback in new england um i don't think he's there in new england anymore that dude is not new england he's in uh Tennessee now the cornerback is in Tennessee the M Butler elite goods who that baby he said I think <laughs> now nah, he talk about Emmanuel Butler T uh Malcolm Butler the Saints had a flirt with him and he was stupid he ended up going to the Tennessee Titans so let him rest with that decision that's what I'm saying about dumbass decisions from some of these players um Malcolm Butler did a dumbass decision by not signing with the Saints and they had a defensive lineman that we tried to sign to replace uh Tyler Davison he made a dumbass decision to go and play I forgot the dude name but he made a dumbass decision to go play with the Green Bay Packers and end up releasing them so you know that's what it comes down to when you be stupid when you get opportunity to sign with the black and gold you 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 take it just like trick just like Des Bryant is doing big ups Throw cutter says if they use Josh Hill more, he can be a beast. No doubt about it. Josh Hill can catch. You see him blew uh, uh, Patrick Peterson's ass up on the block. Did y'all see that? Did you see Josh Hill destroy Patrick Peterson on that block? Blew his ass up. And that should have let Peterson know that this was going to be a long day for him. Love Josh Hill, man. Big ups to Josh Hill. Kelly said, I thank you, boy Q. DeArno is trying to prove that he needs to be back on the 53 list. Don't be fooled, fam. That man will fall, fail us when he need to catch the most. Put that trash back on the practice squad. A lot of people writing articles about Dan Arnold. They've been trying to push Dan Arnold because they, he's a former wide receiver that converted to a tight end. Sean Payton turned him into tight end because he liked his catching ability. But the dude is still young. Uh, like I said, if you're on the same team with Mike Thomas, I mean, if I was a wide receiver in the Saints wide receiver room or a tight end, I would spend a lot as much time right, you know, watching Mike Thomas how he how he does his thing. He's the best wide receiver in the NFL, in my opinion. And you should, if you're on a team with him, you're privy to watch him go through his training regimen and emulate as much as that as you possibly can. That's what you need to do. Look at guys like Drew Brees. Emulate as much as their process as you possibly can. That's how you become you. They, they have some of the keys that help you great, help you become great. So I, if I think I'm not sold on Dan on and he has been playing good in these few stretches, but I'm still with you on that. Kelly, I really do think that Dan on us isn't really not ready for action, despite all these people beefing them up. Thank you for that. Soldier for God. Who that fam? Drew goddamn Bree said the Rams sent equipped to live to die in Miami. LOL. Yeah, he's been going down and down and down. He's been dealing with injuries. 
And that's just they just that's like back in the days, long time ago, when Green Bay was no longer a Super Bowl champion team. They were garbage for a while before they started winning again. And before Brett Favre came in, they had Don Mikowski and all them before, you know, when they just stunk after winning all those Super Bowls for a long time. That was that was a place where a lot of free agents would go to just die. They go up to Green Bay. Nobody wanted to be up there. But, you know, Miami ain't a bad place to go. It's good, great weather. He's still making millions of dollars. So in the end, he might actually get the better of that deal. Uh, no, it's all good. Kelly, I get you. Kelly, Kelly said, just kidding, Q, about him being your boy. Uh, yeah, I, I got you, Kelly. It's, it's I know. Uh, a lot of people say, you know, Dan, all your boy. I don't take no offense to it, fam. It's all, it's all love. Uh, who that to you? Derek said, we need to relax. Sean Payton is driving this bus and knows the route to the Super Bowl. Just take a seat and enjoy the ride, baby. That's right, Derek. Thank you. So would you say another good game for Murray? John says, Teddy Bridgewater needs to be written into NOLA football lore. We as fans got to make it happen. We got to show him the most love as we do. Gleason, Joe, Willie, Beer Man, and many Saints lore figures. That's right. Thank you, John, for that great comment. Might have the comment of the night right there so far. But the reality is we here at on the platform did have a tribute shirt to Teddy Bridgewater. It's called Crescent City Bridgewater to kind of acclimate Teddy into Crescent City lore. It's called the Crescent City Bridgewater. You can go to the pro shop and get you one of those great tees. It's, they come in two different styles. It's made for the women, the men, babies, everything, all the way from small to extra large, uh, five, three, four X's. It's there. So we did do a really good shirt, really nice design on a shirt. It's Teddy Bridgewater's facing the city with the bridges in front of him. And you can look off to the left and see the floor, the leaf in the sky like it's the sun. It's a beautiful shirt. Really awesome. Y'all guys can check it out at the pro shop. Drew Goddamn Bree said, damn, forgive me, my boy, Dan on. He is trying. Venom Joseph says, what up, Big Q? Who that to you? Uh, Vernon, Vernon, Vern, Vernon. I'm sorry, Vernon. The word's kind of small. Vernon Joseph, who that to you, fam? Appreciate you coming in. Drew Cutter says, Darn on be wiggling. He ain't ready, son, son and coat. Let me see. Dan be wiggling. He ain't ready, son. <laughs> uh, but you, you're going to find it hard pressed to get anybody to believe about Dan Arnold after all that happened. And plus, I've been really responsible for beating the drum about waking people up about the fact that he dropped a touchdown pass in the NFC championship game while we sitting here blaming the referees for blowing it. But nobody points their finger at Dan Arnold and say, hey, that's the guy that dropped the Super Bowl pass until he makes that up to us. He's going that's going to hang over his head. That really is going to hang over his head. So very interesting. Thank you, Marco. Appreciate Marco Thompson for his magnificent donation. Thank you, fam. Appreciate the, the love. And we definitely will put it to good use here on the platform as we continue to deliver uh, all as much great content we can on the, on the, on the Saint Nation and, and breakdown analysis. But thank you, family, for your excellent, wonderful donation. Appreciate you. And who that to you? Uh, throat Cutter says, John Dax, facts, son, salute. Got Drew goddamn breeze. PJ Williams next on the chopping block. His girlfriend was acting like she would do something strange for some change to get him off that DUI. Oh, man, she a little desperate. I hear you, fam. Uh, let's see. Uh, Derek says even even Pete had a good game against Arizona. I keep it. Well, you know, Derek, I'm telling you, Pete has good games against a lot of those teams. But when he flubs. It's all it's all it's pushed out there like, oh, look, at Andrews, Pete flubbing again. You're making errors again. But he always he's been very consistent. I'm telling you, put the tape on Kevin McKnight. Who that to your family said, do you think new receiver is going to be a surprise? Could could be why we do nothing before the deadline, because he went from practice squads to actively so quick. 
the the new receiver is on the active roster. The guy plays special teams, Jeff Ireland. That's one of his guys that he picked. And this is one of the situations where the Saints might have got a diamond in a rough. A lot of people not talking about him. A lot of the mainstream media news are supposed to be saying expert people just went right over the top of this dude. We covered them. A lot of them even talk about him. They made a few mentions. They didn't even uh, like point out the point, like show the point, analyze the point that the Saints took LeJordan Humphrey off the active roster and risked losing him in the waiver for them to get this wide receiver kid number 81 added him. He was in the game making blocks and playing an active game. This guy is this this is a mystery, man. We need to make a web. This guy is on the active roster and a lot of people don't understand. I went over the statistics about the kid. I broke it down how he owned several records from the school college that he played in. He was known by many scouts as a touchdown juggernaut. He's physical, 6'2", 222 pounds. And he's a player that the Saints really do think that they can help him. So, you know, we have to pay attention to that. Also, let's keep it going here, fam. Uh, Troll Cutter says, Drew, big facts. That was funny. Chris Mueller says, replace P-Rob with safety with Saquon Hampton. What do you think? Patrick Robinson's still injured right now. So um, we probably ain't going to see too much of him. But what, what it does show us is by releasing Ken Crawley, this does give Chauncey Gardner-Johnson more opportunities to be a cornerback. Not only that, but I'm really excited about the, the, the potential of Justin Hardy. Ken Crawley is no longer keeping Justin Hardy pushed down all the way in the depths of the roster. And we should see Justin Hardy play. I really want to see Justin Hardy. He really stepped up his cornerback game. Remember, he was just a cornerback or just, just a defensive back that plays special teams like Chris Banjo is. But he changed this game. He got with a Marshawn Lattimore, and Marshawn Lattimore took him under his wing and really taught this guy how to play the cornerback position. I gave uh, Justin Hardy, uh, I think I gave it to Kate Nellis, my MVP of the preseason award, but I was a most improved player. I gave it to Justin Hardy. Justin Hardy was balling in the preseason in the mini caps, and I think he's ready for that cornerback responsibility. So I'm really excited about Justin Hardy. And a lot of people, a lot of people not talking about that. Okay, thank you for that though, Chris. Kelly says it's funny that everyone was worried about Teddy two gloves. Now everyone is up all on him. I kept telling everyone, just give the man a chance and look at what he did for us. Thank you, Kelly. Um Elite Goods in the building, Soldier for God. Hey, Big Q, do you think the teams will start playing us like last year until we find a number two wide receiver? I don't think they can because the Saints are healthy at wide receiver experience-wise. Of course, Traquan Smith's out. He should be coming back in the next two or three weeks seeing him again. But based on that, if you look at we've been very fortunate in terms of injuries dealing with our wide receivers, the ones that really count in terms of the, the serious role players. No disrespect to Kirkwood. And the rest of the guys, but I'm just saying a trick one. These guys are bit role players. Kirkwood could it would be a decent slot man for the team if he was healthy. He would catch balls. He would, he looked real good. But the reality at the end of the day is Ted Ginn Jr. takes the top off defense. Mike Thomas can cannot be guarded as his tag indicates. You can't guard Mike. The fact that Josh Hill is playing good and Drew Brees, like when he came back, he circulated the ball to over five different wide receivers within the first few drives that he was out there. Remember that family. That's the thing that Drew Brees do. There is no such thing as a guarded man or a guarded player when it comes down to Drew Brees. If there's three or four weapons or wide receivers running around, Drew Brees will find you. And there's always somebody open. 
there's all, especially in the Saints offense, if you go through your progressions, you'll find an open man, even if it's a check down man. So that's what it's basically come down to. Remember, he found Austin Carr. He found Zach Lyon. He, found, he had five or six of his first throws was to four or five different wide receivers. That's what Drew Brees brings. As long as he continues to do that, I think that the Saints will be fine. Now, the wide receivers behind Ted again. Austin Carr is stable, and I think that if you use him, he catches everything you throw to him. He's good underneath, but I know Des Bryant's coming. Uh, that's that's no risk. They got this undrafted kid. They signed him. They're really high on him. We're gonna keep an eye on him. But outside of that, and Des Bryant is coming. Why else? Why not this? Why else would the Saints not make a play for AJ Green? Not AJ Green, but Robbie Anderson, perfect player. Devontae Parker. He might have not been on the board. He might have been pulled off there. But the Saints, why would not make a play for a guy like Robbie Anderson, who you know they could have got a low pick for? Could have been interesting. But the Saints knew that they had enough talent and potential talent coming in where they didn't have to extend out that draft capital. And remember, I kept saying that Jeff Ireland and Mickey Loomis and the administrators know that they need that draft capital family. I keep telling you that they need that draft capital to replenish the team if and when uh, certain players that they can't sign or might be outside of their budget want to leave and go elsewhere. Potential leave players like David Onyemata could be playing somewhere else next year. It could be that case. Guys like him, Sheldon Rankins, I think they'll get him back. And other serious players, they can sign for long-term deals. But some of these guys, we're going to lose out on. Some of them are going to be priced outside of our window. And we're going to have to replenish the team some kind of way. And I think that's why it's so imperative that the Saints are holding on to this draft capital. Plus, the fact that previously they gave up draft picks. And they don't want to go back-to-back years without first-round draft picks. You never know who could fall to you at the right time so you can be able to pick. Or if you need to use a second or and you're first to move up to get a player that you covet. You never know. Do not handicap yourself moving forward. We know we got a master ace like Jeff Ireland running the draft room. Why? Why would we handicap him by taking draft capital away? That's all I'm saying. Thank you for the question, family. But before we keep diving in, hitting the screen, I'd like to thank all the great family members, everybody for chiming in. Uh, Throat Cutter, Kelly, Elite, Paul, um, Derek, all the family. Robert, who that to you, Robert? And all the family members chiming in and the rest of the family in this episode of Sports Coma, a live edition number 47, show 458. Good, good Lord, that's a lot of shows. Five years to get you that, fam. But anyway, this is what we're going to talk about today. And I'd like to start it off by saying welcome, welcome, welcome. You're now rocking with the Sports Coma with Big Q and the guys. And we have intense, entertaining educating and enlightening sport talk from your favorite sports family. I'm Big Q and in today's episode family we're going to go over some of the moves that the Saints made didn't make and a couple of things that happened today as well dealing with the uh, LeJordan Humphreys and the fact that the most interesting thing about Ken Crawley before you walk here we'll get in all of that but before we delve into that I want we got a couple interviews I want to play from Mike Thomas and a couple other Saints uh, about uh, the game, the week eight win. And of course, like I said, this is a live show family. Y'all can call in. We're going to open up the phone lines. I'm going to put the, the phone number in the live chat so you guys can call in. This is the night for you to get in there and talk about what did you th- what you thought about the Saints not making any moves during the trade line, deadline, what you think about our team at this juncture of the season, this midseason, what are your report card, what you think about them. You know, this is your chance. Free for all in the, in the live chat family. Uh, after we play these interviews, I'm going to open up the line. So without further ado, here is Mike Thomas talking about 
the, the his win and looking forward at the at the Arizona Arizona Cardinals game. Here we go. Just now, where you are, how this team is right now. Um, you know, that's. I feel like our vibe. Back into the flow of things. What was it like? Demar even said it's like didn't even miss a beat. Yeah, um, Drew Brees is who you thought he was, man. Best quarterback in National Football League. You know, he was excited to get back out there. We just wanted to help him feel comfortable back there. Did it take a little while to get into the flow of things with him, or was it just? Uh, no, that started in a week of preparation. We're already working on that. What was it like for you personally to? I just wanted I just wanted to be that guy that was there for him when he needed me to make a play for him, and I feel like I did a great job at that, and along with all my teammates, and we just keep building. Are you surprised sometimes? I just got to make plays, man. I got to be aggressive, uh, take what they give me, and, and make explosive plays and move the chains from offense. Talk about just in general. Went into a bye week. You've been through some adversity, you know, lost to the Rams and then Teddy. And yeah. Just now, where you are and how this team is right now. Um, you know, that's. I feel like our bye couldn't come in a greater, a greater time for us. Um, We've definitely been through a lot of adversity, but I think that's what makes teams great and makes this team a championship team. Um, it's going to pay a lot of dividends down the road just as long as we stick together. So it gives us some time to get some guys healthy, take care of our body, and get back out there. That being said, the way you guys are playing, sometimes you think, hey, man, right now I don't want to take a week off from a game. I'm just uh, thinking take a week Lord, off. No, we trust our coach and our organization. They, they've been doing this for a long time, so we'll just take, their, take whatever they tell us to do and apply it. He's been running hard. Um, he's been doing what we brought him in here to do, and he's going to continue to keep growing. I feel like he's getting more comfortable, and um, he's starting to get a feel, get back in his groove, and that's the most important thing for a running back. Oh, good. It felt really good. Um, All right, family had a little technical difficulties there, getting everything lined up, but we find nine. That was Mike Thomas chiming in with his thoughts on the the win over the Arizona Cardinals, obviously. But the interesting aspect of what the Saints are doing, man, it's like, remember last year, let us not forget the fact that the Saints did a 13-3 and season last year, despite the fact that they didn't have but one wide receiver who caught 125 passes. The closest wide receiver to... Michael Thomas in that year wasn't a really a wide receiver. He was a running back named Elvin Kamara who had eight to one catches. So when you kind of look at it and the reason why I bring that to you in that spectrum is the fact that you have to understand the Saints were 13 and three with this guy, just, just using that one weapon. And Tay again, of course, came back healthy toward the later end of the year to help complement him. And that speed asset 
that speed asset of taking a top, their top off the defense is excellent with Mike Thomas and they work well together. But they arrived at 13 and three with just that core, just with Kamara, Mike Thomas, and then uh, basically a tight end by committee approach, Ben Watson, Josh Hill and Dan Arnold. And of course, they had Elvin Kamara, but they uh, they arrived at thirteen and three with just that last year. They had a totally they have a healthy Ted engine, a healthy Mike Thomas, Elvin Kamara, a little dinged up, but they have the depth with Latavius Murray carrying the the the, the ball. Then you look behind the wide receivers. Uh, you have even though we we got Jared Cook and was like, oh, we need Jared. Jared comes. He's been hurt the last few games. Josh Shield has stepped up and have done some things. So we seeing this most of this stuff we seeing it as a possibly sending as a minus but you see other teams reaching and grabbing in like the 49ers saying oh we got to get better the the new england patriots you see the patriots making moves you see them making moves and people are feeling left out like okay the patriots are making moves the um that the 49ers are making trades we have to make trades to keep up with them no they have to make trades to keep up with ISs. let's get that understood the Saints are the top team in here I don't care what any of them morons on ESPN when we gonna get this in our head the people from ESPN don't know shit from Shinola about the Saints when we gonna understand that when we gonna get discover a healthier happier you with Veganuary 2024 your health isn't just small potatoes it's a big deal so this January, you are invited to make a change that matters by trying Veganuary's 31-Day Vegan Challenge. Switching to a plant-based diet reduces your carbon footprint and makes a positive impact for animals. Every meal is a vote for the kind of world you want to create. Ready to make a change? Sign up today at Veganuary.com. Vote for veggies. Looking for a fun way to win 25 times your money this football and basketball season? Test your skills on Prize Picks, the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projection for a wide variety of stats, and place your entry. It's as easy as that. If you have the skills, you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Easy gameplay, quick withdrawals, and injury insurance on your picks are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Ready to test your skills? Join the Prize Picks community of more than 7 million players who have already signed up. Right now, Prize Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Just visit prizepicks.com slash play100 and use code play100. That's code play100 at prizepicks.com slash play100 for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. We know when we're going to get that family. We understand it. The people from ESPN don't know shit about the Saints. Part my French, Portuguese, Spanish, uh, uh, a Mandarin, whatever you want to call it. That is the reality. They don't know a damn thing about the New Orleans Saints. And the reality at the end of the day is the Saints are winning games without the key personnel. How do you explain that? Nobody in the NFL could do that. You're looking at possibly what the uh, Carolina Panthers are doing without Cam Newton is they doing a mini version of it. But at a higher level, you look at what the Saints are doing. Nobody can emulate that amount of success. Nobody has that kind of depth. And that's what I'm saying, man. That's what it all comes down to is we have to understand that we have to understand that, that they are playing catch up to us. And then people been getting these goddamn power rankings wrong for this whole year. First, you was number two. Then they, when Drew left out, they dropped you all the way down to number 16. And then all of a sudden, you 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 were done. Like Stephen A. Smith says, you are done. The Saints are done without Drew Brees. 
Now, he wasn't the only one that said that, but he was one of the top and most well-known idiots of the bunches saying that the Saints was going. You had Nate Burleson running around. You had all these idiots from the NFL Network who's supposed to know about football, don't know a goddamn thing. You had the ESPN people. You had the Fox people saying it. But big ups to Chris Carter and Nick Wright. They were actually the smartest of the bunch and more analytical in the approach to try to decipher what was going on with the Saints. Even though they don't know the team, you can see they're attempting to try to understand. And that's, I give them more credit than I give the rest of them. But anyway, before I get back into the rest of that, let me play some Latavius Murray, who deserves to be heard after a fantastic game against the Cardinals. Here's Latavius. You understand the game. You understand, you know, the role. You understand the offense. You understand, you know, why you're here. And uh, so I think that just came with time, with maturity on uh, – you know, on, on definitely understanding that and then also taking it to another level, really embracing it, really continuing to work, really finding a way to get better still, regardless, um, and not taking it personally. It's all kinds of situations, but getting the rhythm two weeks in a row and getting a lot of the carries, how much does that help you? It, I mean, it, it helps a lot. Like, the longer, you know, you're obviously, you know, in the game and the more carries, the more touches, you know, you just begin to get a rhythm. That's just... You know, as the game goes on, that's just how it's going to be. And so, um, again, it's just about taking advantage of that. Um, you know, knowing how those guys are trying to tackle you, knowing, you know, how those blitzers are, are rushing. You know, all that, all that just, you know, it's going to accumulate over the course of the game, and you just make sure you adjust it. Sean said Drew looked good all week in practice. When did you guys really get a feel that he was going to be starting? Well, you know, I think. Uh, you know, I think, he, he, like he said, we, he looked good all week. And, uh, you know, for us, it was just, you know, being being prepared for whatever. And, and you know, regardless of which quarterback, I think we all know right now, uh, we feel very confident on uh, going into a game plan with either one. Finally, Sean said that the game plan really didn't change with Drew's injury at all. No, it definitely didn't. Um, you know, I think, again, you know, this offense has, you know, for, for my first year, I just really been, um, you know, just amazed at just, you know, how how you know how it's been just like clockwork, you know, and uh, uh, you know, as an offensive player, uh, you, know, I, you know, I love it, and uh, you know, for a quarterback to step in and not miss a beat, Drew come back, you know, not miss a beat, um, I think that's what it's all about. I think that shows the. the the type of team that we have, the type of offense that we have. In the course of an NFL season, not many guys will get it 30 times in a game. You get it 30 times each of the last two weeks. You okay with getting it that much? Is is there something about your game that is sort of made, you know, where you're okay getting it that yeah, much? I, I mean, I'm okay with it, you know. <laughs> it beats the alternative, right? But, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm a big guy. You know, I try to, you know, you know Hit what's there, you know, pick my battles. Um, you know, I, don't, I just try to make plays, man. But, you know, again, I, I'll never turn down the carries, the opportunities. Um, you know, I just, for me, it's, it's about executing. It's about going out there and making the best of them, for sure. Latavius Murray, man, you heard what he said. He ain't got a problem with it. And it's fitting to hear that interview because in the background, you heard the ghetto boys, my mind playing tricks on me. That's the entire NFL looking at the Saints, trying to understand where the Saints coming from. Their minds are playing tricks on them. Ain't no doubt about it. That's right. That's right, Elite. That's what was playing behind him. You know it, baby. Anyway, thanks for the family, the rest of the family chiming in in the building. Please feel free right in the midweek show, baby. We need to hear some good Saint talk. Now, all this nonsense and boobery out here, but some good, real Saints talk from the family. I love y'all. I appreciate y'all in the chat. Big ups to all the family members chiming in in the chat. Uh, that's just dropping in. 
Uh, big ups to Adrian in the building. Big ups to you, Adrian. I see you, baby. My uh, dog, Desmond Roman. Big ups to you, fam. Who that to you? Sean C in the building. My boy, Sean C is in the building. LL Ghost Dad. It's been a while, fam. He in the building as well. Uh, let's see who else is chimed in. Young Bloods 46. I see your family. Good to see you uh, in the chat, fam. Uh, let's see who else in the building as well. Uh, I missed somebody and I know I just missed somebody. I seen my dog Till. There you go, Till. What's up, Till? Who that baby? Who they says bye, Crawley. Yep, Crawley. Before you walk it, it's gone. And we're gonna get right into that family. I want to run through some of these topics and then I'm open up the phone lines for you guys to call in. I want to hear my family in the chat tonight. But remember, family, when I open up the lines, they'll have a lot of people calling in. Please, um, you know, try not to be long winded, you know, kind of get, you know, express yourself and then give another member or family member opportunity to chime in and spit their game as well. This is a show for all the lives, for the call ins, reactions. If you're still feeling it from the Arizona game, how you feeling about the Saints going ahead? And after this, we're seven and one at the mid portion of this schedule if you don't know the schedule go look it up look at the teams that we plan that's why a lot of people excited about the Saints season heading into the playoff chase the only really difficult games we're looking at is possibly the san francisco 49ers which which could be a matchup for the top seed in the nfc i'm saying it might be that kind of matchup of course the divisional games are touch tough but then you got the indianapolis colts who are playing kind of tough but we got to show them some sports the 49ers and the colts have to come down here we have a few games we have to venture out but at the end of the day the People are really ecstatic about the Saints because they took care of business in a tough portion of the schedule and the rest of these games are not so tough. But the Saints are not going to approach, approach it like that. We already know that because the consummate true professionals with the consummate and consistent underdog mentality. And that's why we're going to keep batting the shit out of these teams and that slapping them all that bloody blue blazes into hell if they play with us. So let's keep it rolling, family. You know, appreciate the family for all that they do and the donations and sharing and showing all the great stuff. So let's get into some of the targets, family. Of course, uh, let's see. The first thing we want to talk about is the fact that the Saints report have cut. There's several media reports are showing that Saints cut Ken Crawley. This is not really a surprise uh, to anybody. It was reported by Adam Scheffler. He was the first one to say that the Saints intended to waive Ken Crawley today. And it, it's uh, they have it's official. After two days of it, people knowing that he was possibly look, they were looking at getting rid of him. And uh, he played 12 snaps on the special teams against the Cardinals. You know, he the, the last, two days after playing his first game against the, the Cardinals, he was going to be released. Um, he was a scratch for his first seven games in his three and a half years in New Orleans. He was out of the University of Colorado. He started 23 contests and played 16 others. He, he had 128 tackles, 31 passes, defense, and one interception. The Saints saw starting cornerback Marshawn Lattimore, Eli Apple, play 100% of the snaps against Arizona while versatile rookie defensive back Chauncey Gardner-Johnson played all but one snap on defense. That shows a lot because you have a rookie basically coming in here and you've been on this team for three years or whatever long it is. And this is the fascinating thing about Ken Crawley. Ken Crawley was the, the second cornerback opposite of Marshawn Lattimore when he played. He was thrown at a lot. He had an opportunity to have seasons where he would have at least four or five interceptions a year. What really hurt, hurt Ken Crawley is the fact that he repeatedly kept just exhibiting poor ass fundamentals when it came to being a cornerback. And one of the worst things he had, he, he severe sins as a cornerback is not turning your head around to locate the ball. 
where he just refused to almost like his neck was broken. He couldn't turn it. He couldn't turn his head around. I mean, it was just really frustrating to see this guy continually and habitually get beat and burnt and refuse to turn around and face. I mean, it was just frustrating. I'm glad to see that. Oh, I ain't going to say I'm glad to see a, like the, the, the see a player get cut. But listen, this is a tough sport. And if you're not willing to change your playing ability or implement things that will make you better, get your ass out of here and give somebody else an opportunity, which he did. Big ups to Johnson Gardner Johnson, who sees the day Justin Hardy will get an opportunity to play more because Patrick Robinson still dealing with a hamstring injury. So that's the word on Ken Crawley. I know a lot of family members don't see that as a surprise, but guess what? We knew ultimately Ken Crawley would some kind of way he didn't belong on his team. We knew that. They could have found another player to put on this team, somebody perhaps like uh, Devine Zigbo, who would have done better on this team and been more of a productive force than Ken Crawley, who didn't see any action but a few the snaps against the Arizona in a special team capacity. He makes too much money for the Saints to just shelve him for a fifth-strength cornerback. Justin Hardy has excelled him, has played better than him, but the thing is the confidence issue with Ken Crawley. Four years start out at the University of Colorado. The man had an opportunity to come here. He beat out P.J. Williams. His confidence was at an all-time high. But like I said, complete, just consistently poor-ass defensive back skills not turning around. Had this dude. At least half the time he was throwing that turn around and located the ball. He would have had at least four or five sacks each of these years that he was here because he was constantly throwing that. He had one freaking interception all these years. Would let me know that he is he's shitty when it comes down to catching the ball. And you know what? It's crazy because they have catch jug machines at the facility. I seen them where you put the ball in a jug machine, they lunch at him, and you're supposed to do these DB skills where you learn how to catch the, the football to improve your interception ability. Even they have certain, I guess you could say, certain routines or routes or things that they do where they could practice turning around to the wide receiver or locating the ball. Like if you running down there and you turn around the jug draw and you make an inception, you run it all the way back. I mean, there's certain things that you can do to improve your skills. But you know what? Let them go improve them with some goddamn body else because we done with them. Peace out, Ken Crawley. Thank you for the one interception that you had for us and the time that you did play for that one year. Appreciate you. Once a saint, all time a saint. But next time, learn how to play the position and maybe the saints will bring you back because they are a forgiving organization. He could be brought back at some time. If somebody get hurt, don't be surprised. See, can crawl. They crawl his ass back on his roster. Just letting you know, fam, keeping it real. All right, next topic of discussion. I wanted to go over the fact that the Saints did release, uh, uh, but then ultimately resign LaJordan Humphreys back to the practice squad today. For those who don't know, he he the Saints shuffled a depth chart at wide receiver over the weekend, promoting third-year wide receiver Creshawn Hogan. Uh, which he wasn't from the practice squad, but they signed this guy and activated him. Then they waived LeJordan Humphreys for the spot, and Humphrey then passed through waivers unclaimed and was resigned today uh, back on the team. Now, Hogan played uh, Creshawn Hogan, number 81, for family who don't know who Creshawn Hogan is. That's the guy who this team signed as an undrafted guy straight to the active roster and released LeJordan Humphreys. LaJordan Humphreys knows more of the playbook than this dude. So that goes to show you that this Creshawn Hogan character need. We need to pay attention to that dude. You, you, we was bragging and ranting and raving about the, the cast, the pass catching ability of LaJordan Humphrey, how he catch the ball and he difficult to tackle in space. 
but then you release him, risk the chance somebody else picking him up through the waiver wire. He went unclaimed. The Saints put him back on the practice squad. But Creshawn Hogan is somebody we need to pay attention to. He played 10 snaps in the offense and four on special teams on in the win against the Saints. And, of course, we know about LeJordan uh, Humphrey initially signed as an undrafted free agent out of Texas, and he goes back to the practice squad there with Emmanuel Butler. But at least he had an opportunity to play, whereas uh, Emmanuel Butler have. Now, as far as the wide receiver is concerned, just to let the family know, the um, the wide receiver lineup for the Saints, the depth charter wide receiver, Mike Thomas, Tig, and Jr., of course, Traquan Smith is Still dealing with that ankle injury. Then there's Austin Carr, Deontay Harris, Krishan Hogan, who's active on the active roster. Then the practice squad players are LaJordan Humphreys, who was signed today, Emmanuel Butler, who's just been chilling there since the regular season started. And then number nine, another wide receiver on the practice squad is Tequan Mizell. A lot of people probably don't know who he is, and and I, I don't think we – until he does something, I'm probably sure a lot of people will not care who he is. But the and Saints also have – Keith Kirkwood, who's on the IR as well. So Saints have some depth there. No outstanding numbers, but Krishan Hogan intrigues me, family. I'm not going to lie to you. Very intriguing character right there. But anyway, family, about to open up the live stream number. Looking for a fun way to win 25 times your money this football and basketball season? Test your skills on Prize Picks, the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projection for a wide variety of stats, and place your entry. It's as easy as that. If you have the skills, you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Easy gameplay, quick withdrawals, and injury insurance on your picks are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Ready to test your skills? Join the Prize Picks community of more than 7 million players who have already signed up. Right now, Prize Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Just visit prizepicks.com slash play100 and use code play100. That's code play100 at prizepicks.com slash play100 for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. Looking for a fun way to win up to 25 times your money this basketball season? Test your skills on Prize Picks, the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projection for a wide variety of stats, and place your entry. It's as easy as that. If you have the skills, you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Easy gameplay, quick withdrawals, and injury insurance on your picks are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Ready to test your skills? Join the Prize Picks community of more than 7 million players who have already signed up. Right now, Prize Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Just visit prizepicks.com/get100 and use code get100. That's code get100 at prizepicks.com/get100 for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. Yeah, so the family members can call in. Um and that's something that we wanted to do today. Uh, to, to play some of the live stream from the family. I think I got one more interview I want to chime up with the family. Then we're going to bounce into your, your comments and I'm going to start reading off the chats and answering your questions. So feel free if you want to call in. I won't hear from the family. If you don't feel like calling and you want to hit the live chat up, hit me up with the questions. I do my best to answer them and um, and do my best to get you get your questions answered or whatnot. But this is an opportunity now for the family uh, to get uh, 
get in there. But right after the interview, we're going to play Cam Jordan. And we'll talk about Cam's defensive stance, his his mindset of the Saints defense on just really just decimating Arizona Cardinals. Here's Cam. Talking all week about wanting to get a shot at Brett Hundley. No doubt. And I get my shot. And what do I do? I, you know what? Good things happen to those who wait. <sighs> I just keep on waiting because I had my shot. Um, yeah, I missed what three sacks this game. At this point, I'm about to turn over. I don't, I don't know. I, I, I have to go talk to my dad later. He's just going to like take these rib shots. Like, hey, you had a, you had a great week. You came up to Minnesota, and you know we, we went to go see the Pelicans game. They went to go to an LSU game. He's like, and then you got a hold of Kyler, Kyler Murray, and I was like, yeah. And he's gonna be like, so you missed Brett. <laughs> <sighs> I know it's coming. I'm, I'm preparing myself now. <sighs> he's been enjoying the entire week. He's had like the experience this week. Ring of Honor Thursday, Pelicans game Friday, LSU Auburn game Saturday, another Saints victory Sunday. That's not a bad weekend. That's a hell of a stretch. And, and why do we think, what do you think you're going to feel about that, the fourth and one stop that you guys made that really kind of swung the whole sequence of momentum again? I keep hearing this swung the momentum. I don't get it. So they finished with nine points. Right. At the time, we had ten points. Right. Okay, but it did create some distance. It created distance. Okay, so I'll put it that way. No doubt, no doubt. Um, when you talk about being able to finish the game, being able to, to rely on your front seven to stop the run, um, I don't know what the clip was, their average per carry was, um, but I know each and every time we, we felt like we were in an advantageous uh, position. And we talked about that fourth and one stop, David Onyemata coming in strong, um, the entire offensive line uh, sort of getting in the way. Um, being pushed back and allowing you know our front seven to do what we do, uh, I'll take that. It's a it's a pivotal uh, pat on the back. When a team decides in that field position to challenge you like that, what does that kind of do to the mindset of the defensive line? Um, nothing. I mean, you put it on us. Um, and even if they get that first down, you just go to the next play. At that point in time, it was the most important play because it was the next play. Cam, you guys have won six straight going into bye week. Would you ever envision you going to run like this when everything happened in Los Angeles over a month ago? Yes. Oh, you wanted me to elaborate on that. Um, did you did you want me to say no? I just thought we were going to tank from I there. I don't. <laughs> um, you know, the ability of our defense, the resilience of our team, um, how ambitious we are individually. I told you uh, early on, you know, um, nobody's more competitive than me unless you get to our team. And I feel like everybody's just as competitive. Everybody wants this win just as much. Um, and we're so critical of ourselves in each and every win because we're always striving to be 1% better than we were yesterday. So we lost to the rounds, but at the same time, uh, you know, we looked at Teddy B and we said, you know, this is now what you got to do. This is what you have to step up. And he responded uh, accordingly. You talk about, you know, we, we looked at our defense, we looked within our defense from Marshawn Latimer to Eli Apple to, you know, Marcus Williams to Von Bell down down to the front seven. Uh, I said, look, you know, whatever it takes, we have to start creating more turnovers. We're not creating enough turnovers. Um, and that's probably what we're going to focus on from this game. We didn't create the turnovers that we wanted, but we eliminated an offense that was a very tricky offense. I don't. Thanks for elaborating. That was good. No doubt. I know. Did you just hear what Cam Jordan said, family? Did you hear that? That's what I was talking about. That's what we was covering. If any, if they, if people didn't know how the Saints are winning these games, they didn't know how they win in these goddamn games. Cam Jordan just told them about the fact. All of, I mean, I should play that all over again because maybe these interview these these. 
I don't know these news people, these supposed experts with the networks. All these guys, they need to listen to that goddamn interview and dissect it. Get a pen and a paper and understand what the manager said. That is the core essence of what's going on with the Saints about competitive. You know how Cam Jordan is the most, probably one of them. Just look how he does his interviews. A hundred miles and going. The guy is always amped. And he's super competitive. He's saying there's no one more competitive than me except for my teammates. Are you kidding me? Who's more competitive? You look at Drew Brees. You look at Michael Thomas. You look at Cam Jordan. All these guys are on a level of greatness right now. They don't, they're playing on an all, all-world level right now. And guys who are you would regularly be normal football players or above average football players are excelling two or three levels higher than what they usually would because they are feeling the vibe and energy and they're adopting that mentality. This is explaining to to dumbass sport reporters out here who ask some silly ass questions about making trades for players and the Saints sit back and say, we don't need nobody. Let the Rams go in in, in the 49ers and the Patriots go make trades. We don't need nobody. We good. We did our homework already. I don't have to cram for the exam, chump. You got an hour or two, uh, or two days left for the exam to go and you just started studying. No, we've been studied the exam. We studied this six fucking uh, I'm just about, I'm sorry, family, but I'm, it's what it's coming down to is the fact that it's kind of, it's crazy to me that people just don't understand this, but maybe they're not supposed to. But anyway, let's keep it going, man. You know, big ups to Cam Jordan, the defense. And that was a real good interview, man, because it, it basically broke down everything. The core of what's going on, the fact that they play for, play for each other, they win, and they don't want to let each other down. We've been talking about that. Screw the X and, the X and O's for a second. You can't, you can't win unless you have that mentality. These guys are studying their asses off and mostly. You think Miami Dolphins, they just go to the club and don't study any playbooks. They go out there and they study and study and study. But guess what? At the end of the day, they're losing through the flow. They're falling through the flow. And they're giving it their best effort because they're lacking that mentality, that winner's mentality. And that's what it's come. If we apply, I put it to you like this, family. If we apply that kind of mentality to what we do in our daily lives, you know how more successful in life we be. He even mentioned the fact that they wake up every day to be better than the last than yesterday. Did I not say that countless times on this show? And, I, and this is the first time I ever heard him put those those series of words together. You hear me? Did I not say that, you know, we, we strive to be better than what we were today than what we were yesterday? Isn't that the goal? Isn't that the goal? People like don't understand clueless people. What is the meaning of life? Like it's deep. No, it's not deep. The, the purpose in life is to be better than what you were yesterday. That's what it comes down to. You know, I'm getting to a whole spill about it, but you, you see what I'm saying? Winners have that mentality. It just so happens these guys are football players with this mentality. They have this mentality and this mentality is translating to winnings. It's, it's built a magnificent culture in the locker room and Sean Payton and the administrators make it luminous. They all have that mentality and they find players that fit that mentality. Then they teach them about X's and O's. That's what goes on. But you have people that technical mind don't understand that principle. There's things greater than football. If you can. And I just I don't want to get into a spill about it because there are countless of books out there. Build your library up. But the reality at the end of the day is that's what I'm talking about. What Cam Jordan said. I can't say enough about that. I just did like five minutes talking about that one interview. And I usually don't do that. But that was pivotal. That spoke that spoke to the essence of everything inside what's going on with the Saints locker room that people trying to mimic and emulate. 
it's just it's fantastic man but anyway family let's get right on to it we got the um the live nine is is open family you know despite me going off and don't worry i'm not upset i'm just happy to hear it man and like when i hear stuff like that it gets me buck it gets me lit it makes me understand that yeah you you hitting on something you know where they are we know exactly where they are and and we're going to win some games and we're going to carry this this type of stuff creates dynasty this is dynasty minded stuff is what i'm saying family this is dynasty minded stuff this is how the saints dynasty this ain't one or two super bowls be happy this is the onslaught of multiple super bowls family you looking at the genesis not even the genesis if you want to go biblical, this might be what what is the five books? This might be out of the what Genesis, Numbers, Deuteronomy, Leviticus, the five books of Moses. This might instead of being Genesis to Revelation, it's somewhere in between. You know, this is the center, this the center part of the journey because they've been building this for a while. So you're looking at the potentiality of multiple Super Bowls happening within the next five year span. That's something to be excited about based on the mentality of what cam was speaking about but anyway family live number is in the chat 504-475-4482 504-475-4482 line is active i just wanted to play a few interviews go over a few topics and the rest i'll leave up to the family members if you have questions concerns or comments i do my very best to answer them you know i do it i'm not getting off the chat until i get to every last one of them you know how i feel about it fam but uh without further ado let's keep it going let's get back into the chat like thank everybody for joining us teal throat cutter and all the family members i'm gonna go back to the top of the chat family and answer some questions Jerome threw at me originally when he first stepped on here Jerome says been waiting q why we didn't do what the rams did drop some contracts off easton ain't dress out this year somebody need o-line p robinson contract to sign other guys coming up now I address some of this. Who that Scoob? I see you, baby. I address some of this uh, during my little spill early on, a few minutes ago. But I think the reason why the Saints didn't drop off Easton, and I think I commented to you on that, Jerome, if, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I, I commented on quite a few people today, but the reason why I think they're keeping hold to Easton is depth purposes. If they ain't feel they need Easton this year, they would have released them or traded them or packaged them or what have you. And the reality of the situation is Easton's a guy that can play multiple positions, even though Will Clapp has outplayed him. He's gained the, the trust of the coaching staff. Will Clapp can play center, guard, and tackle. Very um, diverse player. But Easton is a veteran behind him. And if something happened to Will Clapp like it happened early on, you lost Cameron Tom for, I think, for the rest of the year, who was your best reserve lineman. Now you have Clapp there and Easton there. And he could be somebody you need to use for later on in the year. So I can understand them keeping Easton. He's not costing you a crap load of money. And I know you don't like him, but Easton provides depth, veteran depth in case of injury. So that, and this is the same case for Patrick Robinson. Same case for Patrick Robinson. If Patrick Robinson was in hamstring injury was super bad, guess what would happen to his ass? Patrick Robinson would have been released today instead of Ken Crawley. Patrick Robinson is 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 not on IR. He should be coming back real soon, too, because if they felt that way, they would IR them and they would have took some of that money back because that's what happens in the contract. And the reality is they see him just like Easton. They see him. These persons as depth persons and Sean Payton doesn't play with depth for his, his, his defensive backs. I'm just being honest with you. Always offensive lineman. And this guy could play center and guard. So 
I, that's what I'm saying. That's why I'm saying they didn't need to drop his contract off and they have enough money freed up where they could sign Des Bryant. And that leads into my next question with Jermaine. Jermaine says, do, do we, did we free up some cap space for signing up Des Bryant? The Saints did that some time ago. Remember we covered this on the prior shows when the Saints reworked Larry Warford's contract, they freed up, they reworked it and took $5 million or whatever of his contract and gave it to him as a bonus. Remember that? Well, that freed up about two point seven five million dollars. And that'll be that two million range would be perfect to sign Des Bryant because he signed for a similar number last year. So no doubt about it. There's a lot of stuff you can hit on right here and see what's going on. So let me keep on going down, family. Um, and I hope you I answered those those the family members question. Uh, hold on here, family. I hope I answered the family members questions with that one, because that's something that we needed to account for as well is the fact that the Saints, like I said, we don't have to, as the New Orleans Saints, we don't have to go around looking to try to um, to to find talent or what have you. We we are a deep team. We have talented players that could contribute in a manner today that can really help this team win. So we don't have to be like the San Francisco 49ers that gave up too much draft capital to get a 30 something year old wide receiver who is injury prone. That's that's a huge gamble in the Saints of playing for big stocks. Giving up your draft capital for a play today is a desperation move. The Saints are not desperate. The Saints got depth. They know what they're doing, and and they're gonna ultimately outlast a lot of these teams that's doing this really frivolous type of stuff. The 49ers playing for big stakes because they haven't won anything in a long time, and the, and they need to show and prove. But I don't think the Saints nearly have to make these big jumps to get these players. Des Bryant is a player that already. Uh, basically gave you a a verbal agreement that he's coming to you first whether or not you accept it that's 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 where it all uh well will end up on we'll see how that works now i'm getting back in the chat family and we're gonna pick up from where i left off with Derek. well actually with uh kevin mcknight he said do you think the receiver is going to be a surprise could we could it could be why we didn't do nothing before the deadline because he went from the practice squad to active so quickly i'm telling you kevin when you look at uh, Christian Hogan, his production in college, he's one of those Jeff Ireland players. Very seldom do you see a undrafted guy beat out another undrafted guy in an active roster and dead center in the middle of the season. Think about how the 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 um, the in the environment, all of the chairs or whatever you want. So everything that's a part of it. Think about how it's all balanced. That don't happen too often. That seldom happens when you have an undrafted guy that comes on the team who doesn't know the team. And he beats out another undrafted guy who's pretty who's doing pretty well for you. He wasn't catching any passes because Teddy wasn't drawing to him, but he was out there blocking and handling his business. He played special teams. He was doing some stuff. He know more of the playbook than this other guy. So to take a gamble like that, and usually the Saints don't gamble like that unless they know something's going on. So I think this guy is a diamond in the rough. We just got to watch it. Remember, he plays special teams. He's a big wide receiver. Sean likes his big physical wide receivers, and the guy could catch the damn ball. Like I said, several scouts referred, referred to the man as a touchdown juggernaut. So what's that tell you? You know, so we keep an eye out on him. You know, we will. Uh, Chris Mueller says replace P. Rob with safety with with, with Shook Saquon Hampton. Um, you know, P. 
P-Rob, the hamstring injury, you should see him in the next three weeks to a month come back. I don't know how severe that is, but it wasn't severe enough to put him on the IR. Today would have been a supreme opportunity to put Patrick Robinson on the IR if that was if that injury was seen as something that they didn't think he can get back from. But they didn't shelve him. Instead, it was more of a confidence move that he'd be healthy by them releasing Ken Crawley. Think about it. If Patrick Robinson's not ready to go right now, if, if they thought that he was hurt or beyond where he, you know, beyond helping them, why the hell would they then release Ken Crawley, his backup, his replacement? And when you're already thin at the position, you know, you're starting a rookie in this place. You got Pat, uh, and then you got the the returning of PJ Williams as well. But it's just it's more on the same. Ken Crawley was actually a person that we all knew eventually wasn't supposed to be on this team, and they just rectified it. That's pretty much what it is. It was his, it, more. His time had passed. Let's just put it to you like that. His time was the hell up out of here. Kelly says, it's funny that everyone was worried about Teddy Tugla. Okay, I read that one. Soldier for God said, hey, Q, do you think teams will start playing us like last year until we find a number two wide receiver? I think we fine with the wide receiver. Des Bryant could probably can come in. If the Saints don't get Des Bryant, I don't think they'll worry about getting anybody unless some kind of injury occurs to another one of our wide receivers. But the Saints should be regaining Traquan Smith back soon. Soon they'll get they'll have uh, Des Bryant coming in. If they don't get Des Bryant, there's still other options. We still have talent on the draft uh, undrafted guys that we have Emmanuel Butler or Jordan Humphreys we have the undrafted talent I'm saying we really selling our undrafted guys short but you know, I can understand the Saints people looking at trying to get a number two a clear number two like AJ Green or somebody like that I just don't think uh, the Saints are willing to go that route even if you go into free agency next year I don't see the Saints spending that kind of money on another wide receiver when they have so many of their own really core players to sign that's why I was saying if it's going there there'll be smart signings like picking up a guy like um, a similar guy like Robbie Anderson that come in for a for a cheap contract you know to play in you know what have you or finding undrafted guys or drafting guys in the draft or having players that's willing to play for the saints just to be a part of that super bowl culture and take a a, a reduction in pay to be there it happens all the time so the big name wide receiver next to mike thomas i don't know if i will ever see that you might you'll probably see a talented young wide receiver begin to fill that role in the next couple of seasons but i think traquan smith is probably the guy a lot of people is looking at to be that guy because he was picked and ordained to be the replacement for Ted Ginn Jr. Was Ted Ginn Jr. contract uh, ended with the Saints. Traquan Smith was was supposed to be the complement to Mike Thomas. And they still see him as such, I'm telling you, until he gets healthy. But we'll see as the season moves on when he gets healthy and healthier, what kind of Traquan Smith do we have here? That's the reality. I think sometimes the fam and my we, we forget it. I forget it. I have to remind myself of that sometimes. Uh, Kelly says Teddy will be our starter with Breeze hangs it uh, hangs up his shoes unless the front office screws up and lets him go. Thank you, Kelly. Throw Cutter says I thought Keith Kirk was, was going uh, show out this season. He's pretty good. Too bad he ended up on the IR list as well. Um, Keely <laughs> didn't know we released Ken Crawley. Yes, we did. We got him the hell up out of here. Uh, Drew Goddamn Breeze says, can we go back to blowing teams out right now? Saints will make sure they take care of business. We got some cupcake. I ain't going to call them cupcakes. I ain't going to be disrespectful because our division teams, our divisional rivals get up the players, whether they're the Carolina Panthers, the Atlanta Falcons, or the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They make a statement. They know the Saints, the cream of the crop in the division, and they're trying to make a point to knock the Saints off to gain some ground. 
and the Saints always have to stay on their game, man. So we'll see how it goes. But I'll, we always have that approach, and I think we'll take care of business as usual, as we have been. Had Drew Brees not got hurt against the Rams game, I think the Saints would be undefeated this year. You could be looking at an undefeated Saint team right here. You could be an 8-0 team had he not got hurt in that Rams game. I'm just being real with you. I think we could have beat them. So, you know, like I said, it's, it's it's a lot of strange things going on in this in this thing. But the Saints are a very sturdy and real champion. I don't know what's wrong with um, Spears or whatever. Marcus Spears from ESPN talking about the Patriots are the top team in the NF. I mean, it's just absolutely insane. These people are supposed to be football people. It's, it's, it's just, it annoys me. It just shows you how stupid these people are in terms of how you going to overlook the Saints and everything they did with the, the New England Patriots and believe that bull crap that go on out there. Come on. Who are the Patriots playing? Seriously. I'm we just I'm, I'm gonna leave it alone. Paul says if Ginn could be like Joe Horn, he would be really good. I think Ted Ginn Jr. is a speed guy. Uh he's developed his hands early on. He used to drop a lot of passes, but as he got older, he turned into a really fine receiver. A nice compliment next to Mike Thomas. But like I said, they picked Traquan Smith to be that dude, and we just have to see how it materialized. Drew Cutter says Looking for a fun way to win 25 times your money this football and basketball season? Test your skills on Prize Picks, the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projection for a wide variety of stats, and place your entry. It's as easy as that. If you have the skills, you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Easy gameplay, quick withdrawals, and injury insurance on your picks are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Ready to test your skills? Join the Prize Picks community of more than 7 million players who have already signed up. Right now, Prize Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Just visit prizepicks.com slash play100 and use code play100. That's code play100 at prizepicks.com slash play100 for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. The United States Border Patrol has exciting and rewarding career opportunities with the nation's largest law enforcement organization. Earn great pay with outstanding federal benefits and up to $20,000 in recruitment incentives. Learn more online at cbp.gov slash careers slash usbp. Nobody could be like that, <laughs> like Mr. Hollywood. Till, who that to you, baby? Uh, soldier, he said, bye, Crawley. <laughs> soldier for God 7 says, we don't need Ken. We just did us a favor with some cap space. Elise says, uh, guess what, y'all? What up, fam? I love y'all. <laughs> oh, that's good. Elite showing love to the family. Desmond Roman says, you heard the cast to speak for yourself was hating on the Saints. Let them speak for their own goddamn self. I mean, they don't know nothing, man, about the black and gold organization. All, how could you hate on a team that is winning games with the Hall of Fame quarterback hurt, the all-pro wide receiver, a running back hurt, the top-notch tight end hurt, the top slot man gone, and we just blowing out teams? Could we not understand that? I even make mention of that in the last show. I was covering so many different options, so many other talking points, so many other different ideas that was floating through my head about the game that I just, just conveniently forgot to state the fact that they blew the, the, the Cardinals out of the building, blew them out without without Elvin Kamara, without Cook, without P.J. Williams. We just keep turning it up. We just keep turning it up and up and up and up and up. And they so they so blind. These people are so blind they can't see it. Uh, Sean C. Nick Wright and Chris Carter are usually fair. Uh, Ghost Dad said Nate's always a Saints hitter. He hasn't been as bad this year, though. K. Adams can get one, though, 
for real. <laughs> All right. Uh, Sean says, who that fam? Uh, Adrian in the building. Jermaine said, we're going to do no Saints football this week. I don't know. What what are we going to do with no Saints football this week, says Jermaine. You know what we're going to do, Jermaine? On Saturday when we do the Sports Coma Live, we're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about it, baby. We're going to talk about Saints football. And, of course, LSU's on a bye week, too. So it's just how, how, how awesome the Saints and the Tiger schedules are mirroring each other. They have a big game coming out uh, a couple of weeks from now against uh Alabama, and then of course the Saints have the dreaded Falcons game coming up after they buy a week. So we're gonna just talk about and celebrate the fact that the Saints are seven and one at the halfway point, at the halftime mark of the season. That is something we can go over. Perhaps we can just recount and go over the games that we've won and see and just and celebrate and bask in. See, that's the type of year when you're supposed to bask and enjoy the great glow of the saints warmness you see what i'm saying not to get all weird but you know but this is one of those years you got to understand it's like oh nine yeah you know something miraculous is going on the saints are playing like this they're a pissed off team they're winning these games despite losing their key personnel and then on top of that the fact that the super bowl is in miami where the saints won their first super bowl what so many years ago so it's going to show you just this whole year setting up to be a like almost on some dynasty level stuff i'm telling you this is a very special year and right now you're supposed to just enjoy it baby i mean seriously enjoy 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 thank you jermaine a young bloods 46 said what up q do you think we will see deontay harris use more in offense as the season goes on he could be deadly on jet sweeps and catching passes out of the slot no doubt about it the saints did a little of that you've seen them sprinkle a little of that in the early portions of the season when you see them out there on potential reverses you'll see them line up at wide receivers don't don't you know no doubt about it you will see deontay harris in those roles use more as a wide receiver sean payton's gonna open up the playbook going into the second half you're gonna start seeing stuff that you didn't see in the first half of the season you for real you're gonna see some sports sean says k adams definitely got it out for us she don't know nothing man about the saints they just reporters those guys don't know nothing about the saints that's why i don't really take it too much offense to it um let's see family it jumped on me uh let's see let's keep going family uh uh, hold on, family. It just scrolled on me. Darius Simply, who that, baby? I see you. AJ, AJ Pierce in the building. I see your family. Ramsey, who that to you? All the family members in the in the building, please feel free right now to hit the like button. If you haven't already hit that sucker, hit it, please. Um, let's see. Uh, Jermaine says, yes, she do. I love her. K on Good Morning Football Network. She on our side for sure. Ramsey says, man, I'm mad we didn't pick up AJ Green or no other wide receiver. Ramsey, don't sweat it. The reality is the Saints felt they didn't need no damn wide receivers. They got enough wide receivers. We got enough depth. They're looking at the fact that Des Bryant could be coming on. They made a play for this undrafted guy who I really have to pay attention to. Is really curious to see that move and bring this guy, an inactive guy, on the roster. They don't know too much about it. And that's really a curious move. I'm saying we get, we need to keep an eye on number 81 for real. Um, thank you for the question, for the comment there, Ramsey. Don't be mad, man. Other teams need people, trades to help them get them somewhere. The Saints are Super Bowl team right now. Other teams looking at the Saints say we got to catch up. That's what's going on. So don't get antsy and say, okay, we need to make a trade because they made a trade. No, they trying to catch up with the Saints. And, and time will show you about Green Bay. Time will show you about the San Francisco 49ers. Why, wait and see. 
Sean C. waiting on a flight to San Diego, listening to the fam. Appreciate you, Sean. Have a safe flight, fam. Paul says, Ted Guinness long in the two super. Joe Horn would drop a pass very rarely. He was a good route runner. He was a sharp block on running plays and made space for his fellow wideouts. Johan was a beast, man. Absolute beast. Cody says, we're going to get Dez. Though, yes, we are. I really feel that we are. Paul said, I heard Bushwick Bill talking about my mind playing tricks on him. <laughs> uh, who that to you, AJ? Elise said, you mean Crawley kept getting toasted. Yes. Like bunny bread, yes. Like sourdough bread, especially for him. Sean C said, to be fair, they didn't know our DBs was going to be this good this year. Well, you got to look at it, too. We expected, I expected Marshawn Lattimore to continue to excel to epic levels. He's a super special player. I expected uh, Eli Apple to get to another realm of playing ability as well with the Saints. I even expected other players, like I said, we were watching the the DBs for much of the offseason, going into the mini camps, going into the the training camps going into the preseason. We were watching the wide receivers and the defensive backs in the O-line group and the defensive line group. We always pay attention to the DBs because of the problems the Saints had in the past. So to a degree, we recognize that the Saints, uh, you know, what would the defensive backs look like? Remember, they had Kayvon Webster there and all this kind of stuff. The Saints had opportunities to bring in uh, after the injuries occurred with Eli Apple. They could have cut Ken Crawley. And uh, got rid of Patrick Robinson and ultimately brought Kevon Webster, who did really well for us in the preseason and in the training camp. They could have brought him in here. They looked at Captain Munderland, who's a pretty decent little defensive back who gets both those guys get interceptions, especially Captain Munderland. A little dude not to make plays. He's tough. He, he gets interceptions. They could have signed both those guys, but what they did, they stand packed. They looked, didn't, you know, they looked, seen that, hey, man, we got something better. We're going to just stick with what we got. And, you know, they ain't one. You got to ride with them on that. Some people say we need a number two. We need a number two. Right now, the Saints are seven and one. How much of a number two do we really need? Think about it, fam. I mean, seriously, think about it. I won't be swayed by all these other moves just because a team made a trade to get somebody. We got to do it. We don't operate like that. We are a deep team and they're trying to catch up to what we're doing just to reinforce that point, family. Thank you. Um. Uh, Sean said to be fair they didn't know our DBs was going to be this good that's right Darius Simpy who that fam said our team needs are already on the roster no need to trade draft capital for mediocre players thank you Darius appreciate that Sean C absolutely we have to upgrade in the draft Elise says like after you said the type of cheese you like when you get in your sandwich from Subway you would you like it toasted <laughs> Elite crazy Paul said I don't miss Crawley he kept getting too many passes and past interference cuts uh, past PI calls on him, man just was. I mean, I, he. I, I don't want to get on kick crawl. The man going already. Me putting talking more about him would be like piling on, and I don't want to do that. Elise says shrimp toast from the window of Franklin. <laughs> Sean says good luck to that young man. Yeah, peace and blessings to Ken Crawley. Um, but don't be surprised if there's an injury in the defensive backfield. The Saints could grab Ken Crawley and bring him back here. I'm just saying. I'm just keeping it real. You know how we are with some of our players. Paul said Ken Crawley played the wide receiver, never the ball. That's what Deion said. That's what the he said. They got ones that play the ball and ones that play not to get burnt. And we know who Ken Crawley is, don't we? Uh, Elise says, dying laugh for son. Marvin, who that baby? Marvin says, who that baby? My bad. All good. Marvin, got you. Sean said, Cam interviews all fire. Elise said, I'm up now. Sean, love him. Sean says, Elite dropping them words. Irvin Alexander, who that T says, who that Super Bowl a bus see y'all in Miami? No doubt about it. It's called Pride BQ. That's all, baby. It's a little bit more than Pride Elite. 
with that kind of stuff he's talking about, man, that's more than pride. But I, I get what you're saying, though. Derek said, I love it. Cameron interview sounds like he about to sack the sports reporter. He always give him blues because he be asking them stupid questions. <laughs> he got a sarcastic wit about him. Scoop, what up to it, fam? What's happening, Scoop? Uh, let's keep it rolling. Family, remember the live line is open. The number is in the chat. I got the lines open for the family members. Y'all want to chime in tonight is your opportunity to be heard, to get on uh, the show and voice your concerns, comments, questions, and be heard. Let the nation hear you. We got the live line open. That's what this show is about. I wanted to hit the family, let the family get an opportunity to call in and voice their concerns, how they feel about the Saints not getting to make a trade, uh, how, they, how they feel about any of the Saints news, the Ken Crawley news, um, roster news, anything Saints-related. Hit your boy up. Remember, kind of uh, – monitor your time because we're trying to get as many of our same family members on in as we can so remember the call number is in there 504-475-4482 just to let the family know uh uh gajil sessions what up family say we got time and clap we caught off we caught off washington to keep time easton would have given us a second or a third round pick i don't know who would gave a second or a jigil a gajil would have gave up for easton a second or third round pick i'm pretty sure um i don't know i don't know if anybody would gave up that kind of capital for for easton i'm pretty sure if there was somebody out there that would have took that man i don't know but remember uh will uh tom is hurt you got cameron tom and clap Clap is healthy. Cameron Times on the IR. That's why they keep in Easton. So we got to remember that. We got to remember that. Um, Kyle, who that? Kyle, good. Uh, uh, good. Session says, but Crawley had to go. And honestly, I'm I'm really high on our young wide receivers, Kirkwood, Smith, and Butler. Thank you. Scoop says, Des is a little familiar with our scheme too. Sean says, honestly, we've been recovering. Looking for a fun way to win 25 times your money this football and basketball season? Test your skills on Prize Picks, the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projection for a wide variety of stats, and place your entry. It's as easy as that. If you have the skills, you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Easy gameplay, quick withdrawals, and injury insurance on your picks are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Ready to test your skills? Join the Prize Picks community of more than 7 million players who have already signed up. Right now, Prize Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Just visit prizepicks.com/play100 and use code play100. That's code play100 at prizepicks.com/play100 for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. The United States Border Patrol has exciting and rewarding career opportunities with the nation's largest law enforcement organization. Border Patrol agents enjoy great pay, outstanding federal benefits, and up to $20,000 in recruitment incentives. If you are looking for a way to serve something greater than yourself, consider the United States Border Patrol. Learn more online at cbp.gov careers usbp. That's cbp.gov careers usbp. Since 2012, so we got to be like New England and continue to develop a solid roster. Kyle says, I was well welding school when the notification bell rang lol purple knight says bosa on steroids scoops i was drinking bourbon on on street 
named fire fire just that and had to rush to the hotel to holler at the fan <laughs> Crawley solidified his spot on the team as a result of his red zone d only in my opinion thank you school uh Gajil says on the placement got hurt in la y'all need to go back and watch his burst of speed after catching the ball we know what type of dude a Traquan Smith is. He got the size. He got the speed. It was confidence last year with him. He wasn't exhibiting low confidence issues this year. He looked like he was ready. He dropped a few passes that got me pissed because I know what kind of I know what he could be. I remember what he was in college and we can get like 75 percent of the college player that he was and get that production here. You you got your number two wide receiver. Jerome says, Q, I wonder, did anybody call for Bridgewater and Saints not trading him in a walkaway? For nothing. Did he agree to resign with the team next year? I don't know if he resigned, fam. I, my chances are he probably didn't. What's up, fam? You rocking with the sports coma? Who am I speaking with? Speaking with AJ. What's up, Big Q? What's up, AJ? How you doing, my family? <sighs> Man, uh, you know hold today. On, hold I was on, just... AJ. Hold on, AJ. That was a that was a hell of a side, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, I'm just irritated with these sports newscasts, dude. Man, like. Oh, man. Like, I know we kind of talked, oh, well, some people were talking about it in the chat, but, you know, the, this um, show called Speaks for Yourself, uh, Marcellus Wiley. Man, you know this fool had the nerve to use garbage science stats as an argument of why we're not, you know, better than, you know, you know the rest of the, uh, the, the top two teams, you know. Like, like he, for example, like I said, he brought up the fact that we gave up, what, 27 to – uh, Seattle, we gave up 24 to Tampa Bay and right. somebody from 25 to the Bears. That's garbage time says. I mean, we're just trying to get out of there. But for him to use that as an argument, I don't know what these dudes are on. Are people paying them the right uh, to say this stuff? But, you know, that's just irritating to me. But that's why I tune into the show. Because this is like a relaxer, man. You know, we all <laughs> chilling. We all on the same AJ. page, you know what I mean? It's, but, ther- it's therapy for you, AJ. Why? Well, I, I, I can say, say it again. I said this is th- it's therapy for you, huh, brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Very relaxing to my mind. You know. Yeah. Well, but but you know what, AJ? The, the, just to comment on Marcellus Wiley, man. On the buffoon scale, dealing with the Saints commentators, he's one of the worst. I mean, in terms of being low, I put him down there with uh, Kevin Hart, aka Maurice Jones. <laughs> I mean, these these dudes are absolutely insane, man. They don't know nothing about the Saints. When they get to the Saints right. topics, they need to just call Heath Evans and let Heath Evans talk about it because Heath Evans right. is the, the the he's been he played for the Saints. He loved the Saints. Right. He won with yeah, the he Saints. He's been in there before. He's been there. So if you want to talk about Saint culture, bring Heath Evans in and let Heath talk about it. But Maurice Jones, Drew, and Marcellus Wiley, they complete morons when it comes down to Saint discussion. They don't know right. about this team, and 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 you know that show with uh, uh, speak for yourself. That's uh, Mar- Mar- Marcellus Wiley and the big fella. I, those guys. That show is really lame to me. I've seen a few topics on that. They just kind of lame to me. I don't know. I just I'm not feeling yeah. it. But when they say stupid stuff like that about the Saints, I gotta turn them off, bro. I gotta uh, turn yeah, them off because they don't yeah, know uh, what they're talking about, bro. Man, I rather watch Paw Patrol with my sons, man. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> and and another thing, you know, like I said, they want to say, I mean, I give it to them because they undefeated, but, you know, we got to face the 49ers eventually. But they want to use, they want to, you know, 
the 49ers, they stripped the schedule as like the second easiest or the third easiest, something like that. And then when you look at the Patriots, you know, yeah, look, at, look at the quarterbacks they faced. I mean, I I wouldn't really just get them the edge like that. But you know what, though? Uh, Stephen A. Smith, I mean, even though he didn't apologize, but he mm-hmm. did kind of give us a little. He put us back, he put us at number one. So, you know, because I guess he finally, it's finally clicking in his head. I don't know if it's, uh, uh, you know, he finally, you know, just looking around, seeing how we bashed him. And, you know, he, I don't know. But he, he kind of put some respect on that name, you know. So. Well, I mean, to be honest, to save face, man, he got to do that. To save face, how many yeah. times? How many times you picked up the Saint, picks against the Saints this entire season and were proven wrong? Eventually, right. it's all, you got beat into submission. Is basically what these reporters, a lot of these people <laughs> that submit, the Saints have not only beaten their football counterparts, but they've destroyed and beaten a lot of these reporters into submission because to, to start picking against the Saints at this juncture of time, people, have, you, you literally pull your football a talk card. They say, well, you can't talk right. about sports no more. You keep picking up against the Saints. And even Michael Strahan started picking the Saints. You know, so it's a oh. lot of these people out here. That's, that's what I'm saying. It's a laundry list of morons. Strahan, he sits up there, he talks about, he never, he picks against the Saints. Uh, most of the time, Nate Burleson repetitively picks up against the oh, Saints. Yeah. Uh, Maurice Jones, Drew, they talk smack about it. The guys from the, that show you just mentioned, they talk about it. A lot of them other guys talk about it because they drank the Kool-Aid. Remember, most of these people <laughs> are sport reporters. They don't, you know, they don't know a damn thing about the Saints culture. And only, it, only persons I respect that's talking about the Saints, the guys that play in the building, because they wouldn't say that stupid stuff these other guys saying like they was the same as every other football team. The Saints are not the same as every other football team. That is what I'm trying to tell people. They don't understand. Right. I, I'm guessing because we're a small market team. You know, they used to be big market teams. That's that's all. But how is that the case why we getting that much love? But what about Green Bay? Green Bay gets love. They they have people that put Green Bay in the top rankings. Put them above the Saints. There are people talking more about Green Bay than they're talking about the Saints. They're a small market team. Uh, Green Bay is smaller than New Orleans. Am I not mistaken? That's that's a good point. So I, I, mean, I never thought of that. We can't really say small market or not because the Saints, if this is such a small market, this market, which we dwell in, lead the NFL. That's the big markets, both Los Angeles and New York, in Super Bowls. We get more Super Bowls than any. Uh, we've gotten more Super Bowls in the Superdome in this market than right. any other market in the NFL. So I don't think it's a small market argument. I just think it's a Saints argument of not liking a Saints, and I think that goes back to like guys like Roger Goodell, who Tom Benson would vote against when he came up for his contract to be renewed. Jerry Jones and Tom Benson didn't like him; they wanted to vote against him, and he's vindictive. And he sits right. on, he, he has an issue with the Saints, and there are other groups that have a problem with the Saints. People don't want to see the Saints win, so they do everything they can. Uh, AJ, how many times, how many points have the officials pulled off the board from the Saints during these games? How many points? Oh, uh, man. I, it's it's, it's, so it's countless, man. man. Okay. It's countless. Okay. That's what I'm saying at the end of the day, but you keep winning. You know how peeved all or pissed off these people are that the Saints continue to keep <laughs> knocking off the, making them look silly and crazy so I, you know right. I just appreciate it and I, like I told the the other family member about appreciating this is a very special year you're seeing something very miraculous happen and form before your very eyes just enjoy it man I'm telling you it's, 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 it's going to be a brilliant finish to this whole thing oh definitely well last thing I want to say and uh 
gonna let you. I'm, I'm gonna listen to the show as you uh, comment on it. But do you think um, the performance of Chauncey Gardner uh, Johnson uh, was the reason why the Saints feel comfortable with moving off Ken Crawley? I mean, I know he hasn't played, but do you think that's the uh, that's the main reason? And I'm gonna hang out. I'm gonna listen to you on the show. Thank you, AJ. Appreciate the call, family. Who that to you? That's AJ. Great call. But yeah, no doubt about it, AJ. I think that was a part of it, man. Uh, if you think about it, Chauncey Gardner Johnson playing as many snaps as he did. And not only that, but the fact that you go back and look up the statistics of him playing those those last two games when PJ Williams set out, he was in the top three in tackles both games. One of them, he was in the top two. So when he plays, he not only plays, but he makes an impact. I mean, he, and then the type of plays he make, he makes open field tackles. That's a very special quality to have. And guess what also makes it very special? And P.J. could be looking at, you know, his job going away or what have you because the fact that he does what P.J. Williams do better. P.J. for a long time was credited as being the top tackling cornerback in the Saints secondary, right? All of a sudden, you got Chauncey Gardner-Johnson who make open field tackles. When he hits you, he hits you. When he tackles you, he tackles you. He knows he don't come at you with bad angles. The dude is a very special player. So that is, I think it most certainly has a part of them releasing Kid Crawl at this juncture of time. And also the fact that it matters that they know that Pat Robinson is not going to be out for an extended period of time as well. Had Pat Robinson uh, been extended, had it been out for an extended period of time, you'd have probably seen him moving to the IR, and then they would have kept Kid Crawley. But this also provides opportunities, like I said, for Justin Hardy for us to get an opportunity to perhaps see Justin Hardy in more of a role. But Johnson Gardner Johnson's move from safety to cornerback, could we dare say that he is now a cornerback as opposed to a safety? I mean, the way he's playing in the slot. I mean, come on, the guy is special, man. So in either way, it's a good problem to have because to have either PJ, who's a natural dime back, who does play the dime really well, or however they do it, I really think it's a good problem to have in terms of having both of those guys. So thank you for the call, AJ. Appreciate you, fam. Call in number family. Remember, it's 504-475-4482. Feel free to call in. Talk to your boy. Questions, concerns, and comments like AJ. Appreciate the call, AJ. Thank you. Great comments, great questions, great statements, brother. Don't feel depressed about them buffoons. You do it. Many great people do just turn the asses off, man. That's what you do. They, they can't stand it. Uh, but anyway, let's get back in the chat. Let's keep going over it. Kyle says, if I hear somebody say the 49ers are the best team in the NFC one more time, I've heard that. Marcus Spears said that today. Hey, Stephen A. even had to challenge him on it. Well, he said the Patriots was, I think. But they had the 49ers. Many people saying they're buying into the 49ers hype. You know, they want to believe that the 49ers are back. All that stuff ties to Joe Montana and all of the great years that didn't happen and all this kind of stuff. But guess what? There's a black and gold team right here that got something to say about that. A team that been winning games without its Hall of Fame players and top-notch All-Pro players. We got something to say about that. And another thing I want to tell the family about to be really, just feel really good and ecstatic about. And I'm going to get back into the questions in the, in the chats. I see the family members asking. I'm going to read and get through it. I just want to say this. is the fact that the Saints, man, coming into this juncture, coming back off, getting ready to face back with the Falcons after the bye week is concerned. We get a lot of players back. We should get Elvin Kamara back. We should get Jared Cook back. We have a PJ Williams that'll be there. We have several really core people that'll be back to help for the last stretch of run in this season. So that's what I'm thinking. What's happening, fam? You're rocking with the sports comb who I'm speaking with. Yeah, this is No Saint. How you doing? No Saint. Hey, what's up, brother? How you doing, man? 
Yeah, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I'm just listening to your show. I decided to call in, uh, discuss a little bit. You know, the last guy brought up the topic about the, the national pundits, and I don't um, I don't get offended because I really don't care what the outside thinks that much, to be honest with right. you. I mean, it's nice sometimes to get recognition, and, and there are plenty to get recognition. There's a few that I really like watching. Like, I love what – I really respect Chris Carter yes. in the morning his insight on things. He tells it like it is. He gives you insight. He'll tell you, no, that's not the quarterback. He even said 98% of the time an interception happens or it's the receiver's fault. Like the receiver ran the wrong route, basically, you know, or yeah. I mean, I really like Chris Carter, but there's a few, there's a few people out there giving the saints props. I mean, I don't think it's a conspiracy. And as far as the, and as far as green Bay goes, Mm -hmm. That's a different. That's a different. Um, it is the smallest market, but Green Bay is in a, was always in a unique situation because my father, before the Saints were here, he uh, Green Bay had a following down here. I mean, Green Bay is like Dallas when it comes to fan base. They have mm-hmm. fans all over the place. I think a more comparable for the Saints would be like a Buffalo or a Jacksonville, um, as far as you know. I mean, they certainly looking for a fun way to win 25 times your money this football and basketball season. Test your skills on prize picks, the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projection for a wide variety of stats and place your entry. It's as easy as that. If you have the skills, you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Easy gameplay, quick withdrawals, and injury insurance on your picks are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Ready to test your skills? Join the Prize Picks community of more than 7 million players who have already signed up. Right now, Prize Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Just visit prizepicks.com slash play100 and use code play100. That's code play100 at prizepicks.com slash play100 for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. But I think the Saints gets a, a, a fair share of um, props. I mean... On, on national media, but there's always those those um, shows like the one you're talking about, the lame show you're talking about, <laughs> that they um, self junk or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. Where it's almost <laughs> like a, it's it's like it's like the hot take, you know. They gotta they gotta it. It's like Skip and Shannon, you know. They go over the topics in the morning and say, "Oh, that's your angle." Okay, I'm gonna take this angle, you know. Right. And uh, but good bad, you good know, cop, bad cop t- sort of uh, mindset in the show. Right, right. And like for Colin Cowherd, you know, he'll say one week the Saints are the best team, and then the next week he'll say, you know, a different team. He'll go week to week. <laughs> he, he goes week to week. He's funny because he'll just say, you know, one week it was uh, one week green. Like last year, he was talking about Aaron Rodgers sucks this year. You know, Aaron, or Aaron Rodgers was the problem this year. You know, he, he changes from – so you can't take those guys serious. I mean, like I right. said, it's – it's just an opinion, 
Um, now, uh, the thing I love about our Saints is that they're built right. I mean, they are built right on the on the lines. They're built on the offensive line. They're built on the defensive line. They're, they have depth issues. This has got to be – now, I, I can't say whether we're going to go to the Super Bowl or not. I mean, things have got to go right. But we've got a great chance to go to the Super Bowl this year. And it's all because I think this is probably the best team I've seen the Saints have. I mean, as far as, like, it's not the, the potent offense like in the past. But as far as a team goes, mm-hmm. I mean, I think the defense is the best defense we've had in a long time. Right. Um, and our offensive line, we can run the ball. We can pass the ball. The special teams looks good. But I don't want to overlook the 49ers. I'm not sure how good the 49ers are, but they're pretty good, I think. And they run the ball really well. And luckily, that's our strength is stopping the run. Um, so we may match up pretty well in in that aspect, but I don't think, I don't know, man. It, it, I don't want to give them too much. I mean, but they really do look good. I mean, their defense is stout, and then they run the ball. I don't think they pass the ball that well, you know. Um, but yeah. So anyway, so uh, what's your thoughts? <laughs> Well, no, saying I'm letting you have the flow, brother, because you're raising some really good, valid points and making some really good comments. But you know, my 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 take on it is that you know, to, just to uh, address the the pundits, as you call them, uh, like you said, they all have a take. And usually, like if you're dealing with uh, when you start talking about the Saints, I think we're pretty level-headed people when we start talking about the black and gold. But but more so, like if you you because like if you watch and listen to some of the the great family we got in the platform these are intelligent people they know the statistics they know the history they know the culture i mean things that most normal a normal fan would not know they'll just you know they'll know the base levels schedule stuff like that but they have some people that are intricate and when people start saying off-base stuff about the team the fact that the saints are this that and the third just to draw fire from people because you know whatnot then they'll get called out a lot of times a lot of those people get called out I call some of them. Yeah. Sometimes I get sent links. I say, Q, look what this fool saying about the Saints and statistics. So when you put your stats and your line out there, it's open for uh, interpretation. It's open for somebody to take take what you're saying and and go and research it and find out if it's accurate or not. And and a lot of times, a lot of what they're saying is uh, it has no it has no concreteness. It has no substance to it. It's just you know, like you said, it's just an opinion. And sometimes we we do uh, we do that every in opinions we know how the old saying go about opinions or whatever. Yeah. But I just think that at the end of the day, when you start speaking about the facts and the stats behind the Saints and what this that and the third and about this team and that team and that team, that's true. But you're gonna get called out <laughs> from true black and gold family because that's just how it goes. If you if you're gonna operate on a public forum, you're gonna get called out by the public. That's just a part of it. Now in terms of the uh about the Saints and the four, the 49ers, the Green Bay Packers. I agree with you about the Green Bay Packers. Green Bay Packers won a lot of championships there uh, in the 60s, and they were a darling team. They were at the genesis of when the, the uh, NFL was taken off, and the, the Green Bay Packers, for a large degree, were known to be a, a title town. They were Super Bowl champions, and the people idolized that. They loved that championship aspect of it. Same thing dealing later on with the Dallas Cowboys when they won championships, the Pittsburgh Steelers. A lot of these have that football lure for winning these championships. The small market teams like Jacksonville and, like you said, Buffalo, uh, 
you know, that's a good comparison to put the Saints there in terms of uh, relevance. Saying that the Saints, we have one Super Bowl title versus a Green Bay. They might have uh, several titles, three or four or five or what have three or four titles or what have you. But I think at the end of the day, when you talk about uh, the disrespect that we get in the media, even when they play highlights, and I've said this before, no Saint, when they play highlights on the NFL Network, you usually show uh, the Saints getting highlights. Uh, uh, you know, they don't talk about you, but they'll show you in a negative light. I just see a lot of that going on. Now, you see some positive, but we see a lot of negative light. And when they cover you, they don't cover you in a favorable light. And ultimately, like I said before, now they starting to talk about you in a positive light now because you beat them into submission. You have forced them to cover you in a positive light. And for them to go in the opposite direction of you, that could show in a negative light upon them. So, you know, that's just some of my take on that. No saying, but uh, I got another call. Appreciate you calling, my friend. Appreciate you, man. Hey, no problem, man. Thank you, man. Appreciate you. Who that? All right. Appreciate no saying. I hate that. Cut him short like that. We got another caller coming in. What's going on, family? Rocking with the sports coma. Who I'm speaking with? What's going on, Q? This followed the story. I didn't mean to cut nobody off. No, that's all right, Paul. Uh, I was I could still address uh, no saints. Uh, comments he had a lot of great comments he was saying about that he was saying that they're getting a fair shake in the media and i gotta agree with him a lot of people he mentioned chris Carter. i agree with uh on yeah with that no saint but uh like i said we've uh, it's this is a public spectrum like you have uh, all these guys they put out their opinions and there's a lot of them out there talking about it but when you introduce your perspective to the public the public is going to reply <laughs> and, and, and whether right, it's positive fair. or negative or neutral, you're going to get it either way. Sometimes, you know, uh, you know, I get it either way, you know, but, you know, I do my best to do my research and uh, and try and I, I do my job. I take it seriously to come correct to the family. I'm not going to bring any junk to the family. So I keep it real and try to make what I bring have substance and, and concrete or definitiveness to it and not just a bunch of. Uh, smirch to just throw out there to the family so i thank no saint appreciate you no saint for your call family appreciate you thank you for your support who that to your brother and uh paul what's on your mind tonight how you doing brother well i, I appreciate you q i mean that's why you've been on 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 the air for the past five years man you try to you don't be trying to you know uh pardon my word but you don't try to bs us man you try to be straight up you know and you don't find that too much these days nowhere really yeah. Well, I mean, I had a school, but I talked to school recently. He was telling me some, you know, some stuff. And I don't really, to be honest with you, I kind of just pay attention. I do my research on the Saints and I stay, you know, with the Saints. I don't really listen too much else until unless somebody address it and bring it to me or send it, send it to me. And he was making statements about it. I'm like, there's only one, in my opinion, there are many different ways you can operate and run a platform. But my, but like I said, the platform that we run here is for the family. The family bring their opinions. We don't all have to agree on uh, everything. That's why I like all of the, the diverse perspectives and mind frames from the different people here to bring here in the mesh. But it's really encouraging is the fact that when the family speak their minds and say the things that they say, it's an open environment where all of the thoughts just come together. And each person could teach somebody something that they might have not known. And we don't just come out and we don't start just lambaste you for having a different opinion. I don't play that. I think it's an excellent platform. It's for the family members. And I love it. And then another thing is like a uh, school big ups to him was talking to me about some other stuff. And he was saying other stuff about people have to pay people for him to comment to him and all. I was like, this is absolutely insane. The, this, the platform is and I don't care where you go. When you listen to Saint talk, I'm going to tell you each and every one of these people, all the family members in the building. And you tell whoever, because there's a lot of them. No matter where you go, 
if there's not a platform out there to appreciate the people, leave that platform immediately. Go where you appreciate it. Go where you respect it and go where you love and where you, you, you your voice is heard. That's 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 and they don't have to be here at the at the sports comb. It could be anywhere. I don't care where you go. But at the long time, go where you love and you respect it and you cherished. Don't go nowhere where you got to give somebody some money for them to acknowledge you. That's wrong. The platform is all about the people without the people. You don't have a goddamn thing that goes for everything. Everything in the world, with all these celebrities running around here, uh, with all the millions of people following them around. If the one day them people say, you know what, we don't want to buy your clothes no more, we don't want to go see your concerts no more, them people there will have a severe problem economically speaking. So at the end of the day, what I'm saying, it is about the people, the powers with the people, it's always for the people. We love the, the people, the downhearted black and gold people, and that's what this platform was built on. I'm sorry to get in the spill like that, Paul, but go ahead, baby. Well, I got you. Happy yourself. Hey, you, you, you did this your show, man. Hey, I, I'm just happy to be a part of the family, man. And you don't get that everywhere. You know, it, it, you know, like I said, be a safe fan. All we have to do is just look back, and we ain't got to look back too far. I can remember a time sitting at TV watching the Saints game. I mean, uh, Morris last three years, you know, you, you know, the dome holds what seventy, almost eighty thousand people. You sitting there with thirty thousand, forty thousand, fifty thousand, you know, Saints fans. You know, people started breaking out the bags again, and just a whole lot of stuff, man. You know, and so, so we we've really been blessed. You know, we've seen feasting and, and famine, but thank God we've been able to feast now with Sean Payton. You know, the Saints have really. We just look at it the past twenty years. We really had an extreme makeover. You know, we've had a lot of people come and go, player-wise, coaching-wise. But, you know, even, you know, with Sean Payton, we've had some ups and downs, but he's looking more up. And I know she keeps talking about the next five years. You know, Roger Goodell don't want to hit it. You know, I, I, you know, I don't like him. I call him out. You know, he don't want to hit it. So I'm hoping within the next five years he do all of us a favor and, and retire or do something. You know, because with some of his decisions, he like he need to be in a rest home now. You know what I mean? He got quit, quit hating on the face. I mean, just come on, that it's been. Uh, we we know what time it is with all that. You know, with his officials and he protecting his officials, the bounty gate and all this other stuff that's going on. Regardless or not, the Saints are still one of the. It's one of, in my opinion, one of the top organizations in the NFL. The way they conduct themselves, straight class, the level of caliber of talent that they're bringing in, the mindset. Now they the envy of 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 the league now of how to build an organization. For a long time, the Saints looked at the New England Patriots and seen that they were the class and that they were how to build an organization. But lo and behold, the Patriots were cheating their ass off for all those years. You know, to, to to get it, so a lot of it was built in somewhat of of uh, of deception. But the Saints have really built a true organic wave, a movement of things that's happening with the Saints to the fact that it is permeating from the starters into the role players behind the starters. That's and, not true. And and that's what I'm saying is it's that's that goes beyond. Like I keep saying, it goes beyond the X's and O's. And I know we X's and O's people. You know, I used to play football. We got, you know, most of the guys out here uh-huh. know how to read a playbook and, 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 and run plays and all this kind of stuff. But sitting up here talking to you about X's and O's and routes that people run or the defenses, if that's fine. But at the end of the day, uh-huh. we also know that it's something, it's, a, it's another veneer, it's another level below that epidermis, you know, it, that's below that epidermis that's level stuff that we talk the about. The locker room counts too, Q. Right. That, the locker room. Right. Yeah. Exactly, Paul. 
But go ahead. You never jerk saying in that locker room. But you were no, saying. I don't about, mean, I mean, you were saying. Y'all, but that yeah. locker room, you know, that's why Kenny Vaccaro was out of there. I mean, to me, he wasn't that, you know, great of a player anyway, but you causing problems in the locker room. Coach Payton ain't going to put up with it. I mean, you know. Right. Uh, I don't know what his thing is. I don't know if he does three strikes. Some of them, he, they probably just, you know, one strike you out. Just depending on how bad you are. But, you know. Looking for a fun way to win 25 times your money this football and basketball season? Test your skills on Prize Picks, the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projection for a wide variety of stats, and place your entry. It's as easy as that. If you have the skills, you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Easy gameplay, quick withdrawals, and injury insurance on your picks are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Ready to test your skills? Join the Prize Picks community of more than 7 million players who have already signed up. Right now, Prize Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Just visit prizepicks.com/play100 and use code play100. That's code play100 at prizepicks.com/play100 for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You, you got to do, like I said, yeah, Jimmy Johnson said, you know, like you. Football ain't just eggs and O's. It's also between the ears. But yeah, Wayne Martin said something I'll yeah. never forget. He said in an interview one time, he said, look, I'm going to tell you all the truth. He said, we're not paid to play. We're paid to win. And, man, that that's stuck right. with me so long. Ooh, right. that really stuck with me. Go ahead, that. Q. Yeah, that's powerful there, man. That's, that's why you're the historian on the show, Paul. You bring all the great points and all that wisdom and knowledge to the to the." Uh, to the platform, to the family, man, and and uh, we appreciate the hell out of you, man. Oh, we appreciate you too, man. I'm about to be glad we can get together over between now and the Super Bowl, get us some gumbo or something down there, man. I love New Orleans. <laughs> I mean, I live in Mississippi, but New Orleans is my second home. Some of the best people in the world, and the food is next to nobody. Yeah, man. I mean, ain't nobody hold a candle in New Orleans food, man. I'm telling you. You know, from your mom and them, you know, hey. It's just, you know, like Seafood City, man. We just know all this tradition. Thanks, man. Yeah. But I tell you what, our defense is going to be like McKenzie's. They're going to taste and feel that difference. I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to know. Because uh, <laughs> they keep playing the way they play, the defensive line and linebackers are going to be even better than the Dome Patrol because you just got too many people to cover. You know, the Dome Patrol, Swilling, Jackson, Von Johnson, and Mills. But you got Cam Jordan, you got Odin, Yamada, you just got so many different people. You can't block everybody. Right. You can't block everybody, you know. And I'm just really thankful and proud of the Saints. And, man, I just, you know, we, we, we'll get them 49 because, to tell you the truth, Q, we got to have the home field advantage to get to the Super Bowl. I'm just be honest and going to put that out there. Right. If we have to go on the road a game or two, it's going to be tough. It really is. 
Right. You know, yeah. you know, you, you make uh-huh. a point on that, Paul. You make a great point on that. Just like No Saint was saying, too. That's another great point that the brother was talking about as well, about the 49ers and about the legitimacy of what the 49ers represent. They haven't been valid for a very long time. And usually, you know, that's I, I really want the 49ers to be valid again because you get some of the best football when the Saints and 49ers tangle in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. I mean, over the periods of time where Joe Montana used to go against the Dome Patrol up until the recent years when uh, Callan Kaepernick was operating uh, with the team when we went down there to San Francisco and had that really intense game with Drew Brees and all them battling uh, Callan Kaepernick in San Francisco. And it uh, was that in San – was that in – yeah, that was in San Fran. And ultimately, oh, yeah. the, the San Francisco – last run, long, but he was just broke Right. <laughs> right. So that's what I'm saying, man. It was some intense games, and I love when the 49ers are relevant, man, because the Saints and the 49ers oh, yeah. have an old-school rivalry. I would love to see rekindled yes, again. So I'm I'm really anxious to see that. Hopefully the real deal. But they played oh, a lot yeah. of soft teams. And a great point by AJ, he was raising about this schedule, you know, the soft schedule that they played and the fact that they're dealing with injuries. But they do win. They, they have a tough style of football as well. That's similar to the Saints, but that's what why we play the games on the field. When these two people, when the two top people collide, and by what is about a month from now, we're gonna know we're gonna know who's the top seed in the NFC because a lot of people picking between these two teams, and of course Green Bay's up there. They got the same record, similar record as the Saints, and then of course you got the 49ers up there. So it'll be interesting as the it starts to shake out in the midway portion of it. You see how dominant some of these other teams are. At the Saints are ahead of so many other teams, and there's so many teams in the middle and at the bottom. But you're seeing shaping up who is going to be what right now, and it's really exciting, man. Yeah, but tell you the truth, Q, it, it, 49ers, the Rams, and Green Bay, I think they're the dark horse. But either one of those, you don't want to have to go play in Green Bay no. in December, right. January. You know, I really wouldn't want the Saints to have to go to L.A., or San Francisco, home in the dome, baby. Home in the dome. That's right. Absolutely. And then like our fans making all that racket, man. Make it home. <laughs> I think uh, Mr. Murray found out how loud the dome really can be when everybody crunk up, man. I'm telling you. Yeah, it's a, it's a it's a hell of a place, man. The 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 play when everybody huh. when the Saint when we when the Saints are riding the way they did against like they played Arizona, it's almost uh-huh. impossible. To do anything in there, you see with them the, the opposing team jumping offside and not knowing. I mean, it's it's that it, it definitely don't feel advantage is real, man. And the Saints look like they it, we definitely headed toward that marker. So we got a couple yeah. of teams we got to take care of. But man, I'm so I'm I'm impressed with my Saints. I'm I'm proud of my Saints. How they winning despite the injuries and they're not letting stuff stop them. And that's a surefire indication of a champion, man. So it's just it's just I'm just gonna sit back. You know, we we're gonna commentate, but at the same time we're gonna enjoy this fantastic ride that the team providing for us, man. Yo, you know what Q, I just wish we I just wish New England was on the schedule. I would love to have a crack in the <laughs> in the dome though. In the dome. I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what, Paul. They're gonna be on the schedule. They'll be on the other side when we get to Miami. Yeah, but man, you know, all good things come to me. I mean, I can remember the Chicago Bulls that said, Listen, this is the last dance. Championship or no, we're done. 
You know, my Belichick is just like that, and them roaches. You just can't get out your house, Q. You buy all the rings and, and, and black magic. And just, but you know what? We ain't going to worry about Belichick and Tom Brady. We, you remember that old Miller the Killer? He gets them yeah. all. Yeah. Don't worry. We're going to put some Miller Killer on them. Oh, man. Oh, that's too funny, Paul. That's too funny, man. We're going we gonna to get them. But, yeah, man, we, we Super Bowl, baby. We going to we going we going to do it if, if, if they don't screw us over. I believe we can get there. You know, I really believe that because it just it doesn't make any sense, man. You know, they keep hating on somebody. You know, because I mean, you know, you from the streets, Q. You respect one another. We not necessarily like one another. Even when you play football, you had teammates you may not necessarily like, yeah. but y'all got together to win. You know, right. and that's at the end of the day, that's all that matters. That's you right. know, play the game, you know, after the game, we ain't got to hang out, you know, but we're here to win, you know, and some people don't understand that. And that's why, like you say, not for long. You don't last in the league long with an attitude problem. You just don't. Right. You know. But, I mean, and, I, I concur with that. Standing in trouble and stuff, you know, yeah. Mm-hmm. I say I agree with you, brother. You on fire. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I appreciate it, man. It was like people like Ezekiel and them. They keep on cue. They're going to find themselves out to leave because you're only going to get so many chances. You know. You know, you're like Lawrence Phillips, uh, Cecil the Diesel Collins. You can name them all. They were great players in college, great talent, but they couldn't stay out of trouble, couldn't stay off drugs, couldn't stay off alcohol. And now, you know, where are they now? You know, you just don't last long when you're a troublemaker. I don't care how good you are, you know. And so, you know, that's just something that people just have to, you know, have to understand, you know. But, you know, if you're on your job, if you're a troublemaker, trust me, you ain't gonna last long, you know, because you're gonna get dismissed at some point. I, you, you're yeah. right, Paul. I think that's that's a part of it, man. And uh, you know, the league is so competitive, and there's so many people getting into it that uh, you are allotted a certain amount of times. You look at Josh Gordon's situation, man. Uh, how he, how many times he yeah. was allowed. That's a rare set of circumstances because right. he was incredibly talented. But at the same time, man. It that gets that runs old, but the Saints organization, you know, we give you know, got a guy like Carl Granderson, they take chances on players, you know, but they believe oh, yeah. that with that culture, they could turn that mentality around. And they're absolutely right, they won't allow any type of negative uh m- mindset to contaminate their locker room and the mindset of the team, and that's just special. Uh, that, that, that's it, and, that, and that's why you know, you build a winning tradition. And man, hey, they talk about New England and some of the other teams, Pittsburgh, but you know what. New Orleans is on the cusp of a dynasty, too. And, you know, Q, if we're not careful, I think we're on some real special. You know, I, I feel just like you. In the next five, maybe the six years, is going to be pretty much it for Breeze and, and, and the boys, you know. So we're going to do it. We better do it now. Next yeah. five. We'll enjoy the ride, Paul. And we never know what the future holds for as a black and gold. We got Peyton for five years, Cam for five years, Mike Thomas for five years. Ultimately, you're going to get your young personnel like uh, Elvin Kamara and Marshawn Lattimore as well. So I think we got a lot of positive stuff to look out for, man. The future is bright for the black and gold, and multiple Super Bowls are in sight for this team. So I really feel good about it. But, Paul, I'd like to thank you for All calling right tonight, my friend. Appreciate you, my man. Thank you for calling, All right tonight, now. brother. We're going to have to get together in the future, my brother. Take it easy now. We're going to work it out, my friend. Appreciate you, my man. Be safe out there. And who that to you, brother? Who that to the fam? Who that? That's Paul, man. One of the black and gold scholar, man. You can see Paul has a lot of scholarly wisdom, man. He goes back. He breaks it down. Throws players. He Lawrence 
Phillips, Cecil Collins, man. Y'all remember players like that. Paul is a is a is a true historian ever since. We appreciate Paul. Thank you, uh, Paul. Who that to you? Uh, getting back into the chat. Family, remember to call in numbers 504-475-4482. I'd like to thank AJ, No Saint, and Paul for their calls tonight. Great content from the family. Thank y'all. Y'all can be uh, like Paul, AJ, and No Saint and get your calls in tonight on the live stream show. Uh, this is this show is dedicated for the reaction. If you want to react from what happened with the Saints in the Cardinals game, feel free to chime in. Your thoughts on something you might have heard, Saint-related, or perhaps you what you thought about where you kind of I guess were you kind of saddened for the fact that the fact that the Saints didn't make a trade at the trade deadline that you thought that they needed to make? Anything Saint related is your opportunity to call in. Our number is 504-475-4482. 504-475-4482. The live number is open. Now getting back to the chat. Scoob, what's up, Scoob? Scoob says Nate Gurlison was jocking us. Didn't sit well with me. Yeah, after all of that stuff, you can keep it, bro. Larry, who that? Larry said, what I missed? <laughs> Larry, you missed a lot, fam. Uh, Scoob said, not much. You talk, whatnot. Uh, Paul says, when the Super Bowl is going to be back in the Superdome? Uh, let's see. I think it's in 2020. I think it's three or four years from now. I'm supposed to begin the Super Bowl back. Who that? Neville he says, look at the Pelicans game for the weekend. Um, let's see. Larry says, 2024. That, there you go. Teal says, uh, how do you feel about the 49ers, Q? I feel like they're overhyped. The world's going to see where a different team from any other team. Who that? Thank you for the question, Till. And I think we mentioned, we talked a little bit about that too. Broke down the 49ers. They did have, if you look at the 49ers schedule, they did have a pretty much, you know, they had some, you know, some, I guess you could say some weak teams in there, you know, in that mix. But then again, if you look at the 49ers schedule and compare it to the Saints schedule, you know, a lot of schedule will seem weak if you compare the two because the Saints had it hard, man. Open it up against the Houston Texans. That's a pretty damn good team right now. They'll win an organization. Then you face the Rams. You face the Seahawks. You face the, um, the, 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 the I guess you could say if you wanted to say an easy or a weaker team, you could say Arizona was the weakest team that we played. If you look at some of these other teams that we played, even Tampa Bay played us, you know, played. Uh, uh, well, Tampa Bay, I guess you can make mention of, but still in all, some of the teams the Saints played and the talent the Saints played, the quarterbacks the Saints played, the defensive linemen the Saints played, we played some really tough playoff, deep level playoff teams. Right now, Russell Wilson, we played the Seahawks. Russell Wilson is considered the MVP in many people's uh, mindsets right now early on in the season. We played a lot of really good teams. We were able to beat them. And we sitting up here 7-1. Uh, which is astounding and uh, despite the injury concerns or the injury things that happened to us, the suspension of our top nickelback and so on and so forth. Y'all know the line, y'all know it. But at the end of the day, I got to give the Saints credit for what they're coming through because I don't think not one team, you know, one team that have lost their quarterback, they starting running back, they starting tight end, and they starting nickelback would have can win, keep winning games like this. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm seeing. You look at Carolina, you say, well, Q, what about Carolina? Carolina had McCa uh, lost Cam, but pretty much that's all. Most of the, all the rest of their offense is intact. Their running back is intact. Wide receivers, tight ends, is still intact. They didn't lose as much as we did. I don't think too many teams could do that. And besides, I, 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 I see there's a certain over-hyped edge about the 49ers because 
people are desperate. They want the 49ers to be relevant again. And the 49ers have been making some really good moves over the last several years to improve their team. Getting Joey, uh, Joey Garoppolo. Remember, before Garoppolo got hurt, the 49ers were kicking ass with Garoppolo was the starter before he got hurt. Then he got hurt and then they felt, you know, C.J. Beathard took over and all that kind of stuff. But the 49ers are a good team. And I want the 49ers to be a good team because I would like to see that Saints 49ers rivalry rekindled again. So they're a bit overhyped in my opinion, in my estimation. But that's just because I'm looking at the Saints schedule and how tough we had to get it to, to, to get it. But no disrespect to the 49ers. I think they're a hell of a team. They got a really good defense. They got a they got a really stiff running game as well. And they just got a trade for a wide receiver to help them. The weakest position was the wide receiver core. They improved it a bit with Emmanuel Sanders out there. As long as Jimmy Garoppolo can stay up right, they'll make with the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just gonna circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The 49ers competitive, and we'll see them in a month. It will be a really good game down here to see the 49ers. So thank you for the, the question that tell who that to you. I believe, says, who they making room for? Getting rid of Ken Crawley, you know, of course, we know about the money, the money lining up family. But that's something we I wanted to break up as well, because if you go to sporttrack.com, which is my favorite resource to use anything contract related to the Saints. The Saints currently sitting with an estimated cap revenue total, estimated cap space of three point seven million. I remember last year when they signed Des Bryant and they signed him to the team, they took Des Bryant here for you know for what was it a couple million so the Saints have enough money to be able to sell to be able to get Des Bryant under contract the mere fact that the Saints didn't address any other needs besides uh you know what just releasing Ken Crawley and and uh moving LeJordan Humphreys to the practice squad and keeping um the wide receiver that I, what I was taught, told you about on the active roster. What can I tell you? I mean, this the Saints are definitely waiting for Dez to come back. And like I said, I always check on that news. I always check on the Dez Bryant news. There's nothing really new. He's still rehabbing. But he says when he's ready, he's going to make a call. And I can't help but think that it'll be sometime in, in, um, in November like it was last year. Almost like history repeating itself. You know what I'm saying, family? But $3.7 million according to um, sporttrack.com is where the Saints sit cap room wise fam just to let y'all know I think it was a question out there about asking about that so just to let the family members know uh, that's what it is so let's keep it rolling Um, let's see here as Jermaine says about the 49ers they never played a team like us we're going to shut shop down when we 
when we see them. Thank you. Jermaine Scoop says our number two receiver is whoever gets open on a crispy run route. That's right. Whoever's open, Drew going to get him the ball. Thank you, Scoop. He said Drew hit like 50 different receivers Sunday. <laughs> Jermaine said when we play them, we're going to be going to be number two or number one in the NFL. It's going to be a really nice matchup between top two teams when they play each other. And then monitor Green Bay, by the way. Let's see where Green Bay ends up in that mix as well. Mikhail Pryor said, what up, Big Q? I'm a newcomer. This is this is Big Mac. I'm listening to the show all the time, and I'm a diehard black and go fam. Well, Mikhail Pryor, who that to your family? Thank you for listening to the Sports Coma fam. Please feel free to subscribe and join the greatest collections of black and gold diehards in the Saints hemisphere. I mean, we got great diehard Saints family here, and I mean, these folks know football, man. They know life and they know football, man. They love the Saints, and we welcome you into this platform. So who that to you, Mikhail Pryor? Thank you for joining us, brother. Thank you. Uh, let's see. Uh, Jonathan O'Neill said, what up, fam? Who that to you, fam? Jerome says, only person gave up anything positive was Mike. I can't stand him. Oh, <laughs> uh, great. All right. Uh, uh, let's see. Super. Uh, no Saints says, very lame. Uh, Jerome says, big guy said we was the best team. Jerome says, I'm out. I'm out, fam. Love y'all. Who that? All right, Jerome. Big ups to your family. Larry, who that? Larry. Larry says, uh, they want to keep us as the 80s and 90s team. It's like they forgot what the Patriots were before the tuck rule. That's a great point, Larry. What were the Patriots prior to uh, before Tom Brady and them ultimately broke free with that made up tuck rule with, with the Oakland Ra- Raiders? You know, that started the whole thing. They've been cheating for the Patriots. <laughs> they've been cheating for the Patriots. You know, but after that tuck rule, the Patriots got on that roll, man, and they got, you know, they started doing all the things that, they, that they're that they known for now. But prior to that, they was a team. They made it to the Super Bowl prior to uh, that experience. They were destroyed by the Chicago Bears, I remember, in an 85 Super Bowl, like 56-3 or 6, or 56-10 or something like that in the Superdome. So the Patriots made it to the Super Bowl prior to uh, Tom Brady and them getting there. It wasn't successful. Steve Grogan, I remember Steve Grogan as their quarterback. That's that's going back, man. Paul will probably can tell you better than I can. Scoop says, we face running QBs and stout defenses damn near every game. Thank you, Scoop. Uh, Gajil Session said, don't forget Kay Adams. She rides for the Saints every day. She defends the Saints and has been for years. Big ups to Kay Adams. Big ups to, uh, it's another lady uh, that rides with the saints too i forget her name but sooner or later when i remember it i'm gonna give her much love and respect too uh but i i got all great love for those reporters that ride with the saints it was another report i can't think of her name national reporter that says that she became a saint for life when she came down she ate the food got involved with the culture and she's a national reporter i just can't remember it'll come to me sooner or later but thanks uh, thank you, Gajil, for that information. Scoop says free plays aren't free when it comes to us. The reps try to make them cost us, make them cost us the way it looks. Thank you, Scoop. Jerome says CGI is going to play more safety linebacker. Thank you, Jerome. Who that for life says, why did the Saints pass on AJ? I think who that for life and welcome to the live screen fam. Please subscribe. I think the reason why they passed on AJ Green is several reasons and a couple of pressing ones is the fact that he has a monster salary. I think it's some salary like what twelve million, eleven or twelve million dollars or something like that. He got one year left on his contract, and to surrender the Bengals wanted a high draft picks for 
uh, A.J. Green and the Saints weren't willing to surrender that kind of capital for A.J. Green and a one year rental of them. The Saints weren't a desperate team, you know, as desperate as people would think they were for a number two wide receiver. So I don't think A.J. Green fits the Saints in their mentality. And I would tend to agree with him. I do like A.J. Green's talent, but you got to remember, what are we giving up to get him? And the reason why I wouldn't surrender that draft capital is because the Saints have a lot of people they got to sign. Some of those players they might not sign in the best one of the best ways of replenishing your team with talent that is cheaper than going the free agency route is through the draft. And I think that's one of the things with the Saints need that draft capital for to replenish the team. And besides, you never know who will fall to you in the first round. And we have a great a great general manager, not general manager. We've got assistant GM, uh, Jeff Ireland, who does a splendid job, family, a splendid job of finding that talent. So you won't give him as much draft capital as you possibly can to continue to find players like Elvin Kamara, who he found in the third round, to continue to find players like he found Mike Thomas in the second round, to continue to find other great players like he found David Oyamada in the fourth round. And I can go on and on and on and on. C.J. Johnson, uh, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, another guy he found. What was he found, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson? What round was it, family? Wasn't it the fifth round that he found Chauncey Gardner-Johnson? Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, this guy found him, what, in the fourth round or the fifth round? I think it was the fifth round. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, family. But it just it just goes more and more into what I'm saying about giving Jeff Ireland the bullets, the ammunition to be able to continue to find talent like Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, Cade Nellis, and all these great players that he's found since he's been here. He has really done a masterful job of helping make this, to put this team together. I mean, really, Jeff Island for president, like my dog Scoob says. Big ups. All right, thank you for that question, Who That For Life. Robert Clark says the new wide receiver Hogan runs a 4.5, 40-yard dash. He ain't a burner, bro. That guy's not a burner like a Deontay Harris or Ted Ginn Jr., that guy's more of a possession guy. He's more of a possession wide receiver that's hard to tackle, and he catches really deep. If you go back, look, I can tell you what, to get an idea about uh, uh, Harris, I mean, uh, of Logan, go look at some of his tape because they do have highlights of him, some of his footage is online, and you can see what I'm talking about because the guy is physical, catching the ball. He, ta- he attacks the ball like he's angry at it. And I think Jeff Ireland, man, I got to get this one to Jeff Ireland. He's been doing so well getting these players that how often you get a guy like that on a team and you release a, a guy as good as the uh, Jordan Humphreys to the practice squad and risk him being picked up by another team, you know, just to get this guy here. That says a lot. We need to keep an eye on Hogan. Thanks for that question, Robert. Soldier for God says Crawley should have took that pay cut. Now he's watching TV image. Imagine if the Saints get a ring, he's going to feel sick and he didn't have to do anything to get a ring. LOL. Well, Ken Crawley, I don't know if it was about him not taking a pay cut. He was already making like, what is it? Less than $2 million already. I think he said him and PJ Williams deals were similar, but we already knew that the, the emergence, you know, a lot of it was tied to the fact that, CJ, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, who was really playing safety, but when the Saints moved him to cornerback, that really kind of said, okay, we know Chauncey Gardner-Johnson can play this position in part. We don't need Ken Crawley's space. Let's cut that space and release him. And what you going to do with that roster spot? I said Des Bryant. So we free, we cut Ken Crawley to free up a spot for Des Bryant. So let's just watch the steps. We're not hearing Des say anything, but we all watching the Saints. I, I promise you that the Saints and Des Bryant are communicating with each other because they freed up the money and now they freed up the space. 
So the next is the player. You got the money. You got the space. Who's coming? Who's coming? Like the question was asked earlier in the chat. It's definitely Des Bryant is coming soon. He might surprise us and just pop up there, but I'm telling you, this dude coming. He coming, no doubt about it. I thank you for that, uh, Soldier for God 77. Who that to you, baby? Good to see you on the live stream. Scoop says, she's no saint. It's a bit less than fair from where I sit. Mikhail Pryor says, we are stacked deep on the D-line. We can rotate guys to keep fresh legs. That's true. Uh, Solo, the pro, Cut King. Who that to your family? He said, Des Bryant, in my opinion. Thank you, family. Subscribe if you're not a subscriber. That's Solo, the pro. Scoop says, yo, Adrian. <laughs> Uh, no Saint was hitting on a lot. Yeah, that's why I was saying No Saint had a lot of great commentary, bro. Uh, no Saint, you got to call in more, bro. You got a great point of view, man. Keep calling. Uh, I believe say Saints have a new wide receiver. Uh, well, not basically a new wide receiver. It's a guy, an undrafted guy that the Saints picked up. And uh, let me give you, matter of fact, let me read some of the, the uh, information on him if you if the family allow me because a lot of people are not familiar with this signing because um he was he was a guy that kind of flew in under the radar and you wouldn't have not known him being signed if it wasn't for the fact that they released um they released uh the Jordan Humphreys to make the move go and and that was spurred my interest like who the hell is this guy here where they released the Jordan Humphreys to make room for Creshawn Hogan. Who the hell is Creshawn Hogan? You know, so I'll give you some information on Creshawn Hogan. Okay. He's a two year pro. He was, uh, his college was Maryland from Indiana. He's six, three, 217 pounds. And his summary is basically, let me read some of this stuff here for the family to get him familiar. He was originally signed by undrafted, uh, signed as an undrafted free agent by the Arizona Cardinals in 2017. After his starting rookie season, with his starting the season on the Colts practice squad, he played in two games and was placed on the injury reserve midseason. In 2018, he spent spent more time on the Colts practice squad. In 2019, he, Hogan tied the club's lead in receiving and proceed in in the preseason with 12 grabs for 132 yards. So he had some production on the pro level, and there was a lot of stuff. And that's what I'm saying about this guy. And I was like, well, what's the, the the deal here? And I researched and found out that this guy has a lot of uh, uh, has a lot of great accolades uh, coming into into uh, coming from college. And, uh, and let me hold on, fam. Let me see if I can pull some of his uh, his his uh, college statistics up. And I know he's he's um, a person that's a college player, but sometimes you can kind of get a an idea of what kind of player this is uh, when you look at his college statistics. And this is uh, NFL. Let's hold on. Let me see if I can find a scouting report on him here. Because he was a person that. Uh, let's see here. This kid has a lot going on, man. He got a lot of good, a lot of good points to him. And let me see his. He had a lot of statistics in college as well. A lot of he. Now hold on. Let me see if I can pull up his numbers here for the family. Give me a second, family. I'm trying to talk and pull it up at the same time because I want to give y'all uh, some background on Krishan Hogan. Uh, I know I covered it before, but some family members just, they don't know who this dude is. They're like, what? Who? And I, I don't blame him because he kind of snuck up under the radar on us. Let me see here. Yes, I'm trying to find something on him. If I can't, then 
his previous other shows what we found with Krishan Hogan. Okay. Um a little information on this brother is that um his hometown team, of course, like I said, is Indianapolis. He played in two games in his career with the Colts, but I'm trying to find his stats, his career stats, numbers out of college. Hold on just a second, family. If I can't find it, then we'll just skip it. All right. Okay, here we go. In three seasons at Marin, Hogan earned 263 receptions and had 4,394 yards, receiving both school records. In addition, Hogan totaled 64 total all-purpose touchdowns. Let's say that again. In three seasons in college at Marin, at Marion, Hogan earned 200, he had 263 receptions in three seasons. He had 4,300. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. 194 yards, 95 yards which are both school records, the receptions and the yards and the receiving yards of records. And in addition, within those three seasons, he totaled 67 total all-purpose touchdowns. In three years, 67 touchdowns. And the scouts had him, his scouting report listed him, called him basically a, what they called him, a uh, football juggernaut was the term that they used in various scouting reports that I've seen that scouted this man. Called him a football juggernaut. So the Saints and Jeff Ireland picked this dude up, put him on the active roster. Something we got to pay attention to that kind of dude. I'm just being honest, destroying it out there, family. Um, Mike, let's see, let's keep it going here. Mikhail says we slammed the Cardinals. Only highlight this show was that Patrick Peterson interception. Yeah, but they should have showed that Josh Hill cleaning up of Patrick Peterson. That was that was big. Uh, I believe says Mike Thomas caught 11 of 11 targets. They talking about Peterson always MT has 73 catches and on pace to break the all time catch record. That's big. John listens. Are we back to two back Super Bowl team in the making? I would love to see that John. Hopefully let's see what coach Peyton do moving forward because the last two games was more than enough sample size to show Sean Peyton the, the potential of Latavius Murray. Now, if he can keep that, and then mixed in Elvin Kamara with that. Boy, could you imagine what the Saints look like in the second half of the season? J.C. Mason, who that baby says, I'm sure hoping I hear, I'm sure hoping to hear a dead signing soon. Me too, fam. Uh, who that for life says, who that, who that to you, cuz? I believe says Des Bryant has unfinished business here. I hope they give him another shot. They will, I believe. So just be true to your to your uh, tag there and believe because it's going to happen, baby. 
Scoop says, Paul, I'll be over for some gumbo tomorrow. <laughs> uh, I believe nobody worried about San Francisco sodomites. Wow, I believe something else. John Lister says, Alex Smith's Niners game divisional where Pierre got knocked off. That hurt us. That's true. Roscoe, who that? Roscoe, he says, who that Q? Who that to the folks Q, bro? What's your schedule on YouTube? Every time I'm on YouTube, I either miss your segments or catch you at the odd hours. Please fill me in so I don't look lost. Thanks. Well, you know, fam, we, besides doing the, the live stream every Saturday at 12 o'clock, fam, for the Sports Coma, uh, we do a Wednesday show as well, Wednesday afternoon show. I'm doing it a little early. I'm doing a Wednesday show on Tuesday because of the trade deadline, the inactivity, the Ken Crawley move. We could have waited until Wednesday to do the show, but I just felt that I, I wanted to talk to the family and address it. But hit that bell, family. Hit the notification bell so it'll kind of hit you up and let you know so you'll be notified to come right on in that's why i tell all the family members when we do these live streams to make sure you hit the bell not only just hit the subscribe button but there's a bell there too you make sure you mesh that bell so that when we go live that bell automatically lets you know when we're there so you can jump in there thanks roscoe good to hear from your family uh let's see let's keep it moving and keep on going through the rest of them uh let's see uh scoop says paul i thought i was winding Hey, Paul say I was long. I, that was long winded pimp and sheesh. <laughs> Scoob, I know you was going to say something. Oh, man. Demi, Demi was going to beat you to the punch. Demi, you know, you don't, don't, don't do that because we're going to make Demi mad because, you know, Demi don't like them long calls. Now we got to cut that out, fam. We got to cut that out. Demi, Demi going to get on you. I'm telling you. Who that, Demi? I see you, baby. Robert Clark said Drew Brees, five touchdown pass behind Tom Brady. Roscoe says just got home, eating dinner, and tuned in to Q. What's good with your school? A uh, uh, family kind of kicking it. What up, Kelvin? I see your family. Who that to you? Demi says, good evening, Q. I must admit, I'm discouraged. We didn't get another wide receiver. Someone could really help out Mike and Ted. We have to be we have to be as competitive as the Niners and Chiefs and others. Thank you, Demi, for that. Thank you for your comment, baby. Good to see, see you in the chat. John Brown, who that? Who's going on, family? Who that to you, John? What up with you? Kelvin says, K Adams. Okay, there you go. Paul says, Chicago 46, New England 10, Super Bowl 20, and the Superdome. Thank you. That go to historian. Darley Snurling, what's happening, family? Who that to you? He said, tell them fake suit shows to go. They To go can't take it. I hear you, family. They, they, this is one of the same. Paul says, Pam Oliver, love New Orleans for true. Roscoe says Jimmy G's good and all, but Saints defense front for a scary group of killers. Jimmy G is going to have to use his third eye or Spider-Man senses the void getting lit up. Yeah, that's the thing, man. Uh, the Saints get after you and that's what make it difficult. They get they really get after you. John said this is OK. I got you, John. Thank you, family. Good to hear from you, brother. I see you up there. I good. I, 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 I know who it was, John. I knew you, baby. I appreciate you. Thank you for listening to the show, family. Uh, uh, appreciate it cuz uh, Verlin Super Saint Casey says Robin Roberts bleeds black and gold who that Q thank you Verlin who that to you too family Jerome says if the Saints side does why bring Kirkwood back that Ross spot could be used somewhere else if the Saints side does Brian let's get it straight family it'll be a one year deal it'll be a one year deal a prove it deal and Keith Kirkwood is more of a long term solution so is Traquan Smith. You know, Ted Ginn's contract's coming to an end real soon. So the Saints have a bunch of wide receivers that are unproven that have a lot of potential. Keith Kirkwood behind Traquan Smith are two guys that you're looking at in the future say, hey, man, these guys looking good for me. 
Kirkwood looked good in his original season. It's a shame he got hurt. I wanted to see more if Key Kirkwood had that size, that catching ability. He's a natural. Traquan has the speed advantage, and I was really looking at wanted to see what he can do. But we just have to monitor those situations. But know that Des Bryant is just a Des is more like a one year signing type of deal. You rocking with the sports corner? Who am I speaking with? Speaking with Scoob, do it too. Pimpin' was good. What's up, Scoob, baby? How you doing, brother? I'm well, bro. I'm well. I'm doing great, man. What's so look, man. Look, man, look, man. Why, why are people all upset because we didn't grab somebody, man? Like I said in the comment section a little earlier, we didn't need no receivers coming in here and having to learn no new offense, man. We got the PC second. Whoever breaks free, Drew go hit him. And I joke. You know what I mean? He hit like 50, he hit like fifty guys on Sunday. It don't even matter, man. The the water boy caught a pass at one point. I was like, what the hell? <laughs> why why mortgage why the draft capital? We gotta sign somebody we gotta cut some of these cats that Ireland has been grabbing here recently. They're gonna be tough. We gotta replace them with some new draft picks, man. We cannot afford to get rid of that draft capital, you know, as a result of that. There, there has to be somebody coming in fresh from the draft. When well, we got to say cut, possibly one of these safeties coming soon. You know, even though we did grab uh, uh, Gardner Johnson, we're going to have to do something because he likes to play three safety looks all the time. So why more than the draft capital way to go grab somebody and, and you don't have that position anymore? Then you got to look outside the building again, free agency, it costs you more that way. You know what I mean? Right. We trust Ireland. You know what I'm saying? Ireland for president is true, bro. He's That's making right. the best moves. And, right. And they they didn't identify the need like it was that we did. And they understood the, the situation that we're in. So they were like, ah, let's just sit back. And I'm good with that. I mean, I'm completely good with that. I mean, what says you about that? What do you think about that part? I, I agree with you, Scoob. I think that's you came up with the what you 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 Jeff Ireland's campaign manager. You you won you the first to see <laughs> Jeff Ireland for president. And I've been amen and ever since. And it's good that we bring to light, man, some of the things Jeff Ireland's done in terms of bringing. Like I like we just mentioned uh, not too long ago, Kate Nellis, a seven round draft pick who, when he comes back from his injury, could be competing for uh, a starting job next year. Uh, you have guys mm-hmm. like uh, like David Onyemata, who developed into a top-notch. He could start for teams, David Onyemata. As rare as he was coming in here, he's turned into a solid defensive tackle. And at times, he was better than Sheldon Rankins, dare I say. He, were, he was. Right. If you remember, and most Saints people go back and look it up and research it, that Sheldon Rankins at one point was losing his starting job to David Onyemata because he was out playing him. And Sheldon Rankins said, to hell with that, and got up on his game and became super Sheldon with the shimmy. That's when he. That's, that's when correct. Shimmy, that's, what, so that's what I'm saying. But remember, both those guys was in the same draft. He was a fourth round draft pick. The ultimate picks that we have, the two guys that we're talking about, Elvin Kamara was a third round pick. Mike Thomas was a second round pick. Those are Jeff Ireland. Jeff Ireland needs to be given all the credit in the world for landing these guys. And also, not just drafting guys, but acquiring first round talent for cheap draft picks. Think about this, family. When they acquire Eli Apple from the from the brainless Giants, they give up a fourth round draft pick to get a first round talent, and all he does is came in there and solidified the second cornerback position. Did we forget that? So that's what I'm saying. This is Jeff Ireland operating with Sean Payton and making almost all these great things is going on. These teams are playing with this this administration is working in harmony and unison and not just absolutely love it. It seems like they're not getting messed over like a with a, with a uh, 
with a, a Danny Ainge type trade. You know what I'm saying? Well, did he just get the best of you and you get the scrubs or the scraps or whatever you want? The Saints make smart, calculating moves. And the reason why we not we didn't pick up anybody via trade was the fact that the Saints are deep everywhere. They're a deep team. We got to cut us. You got to cut. People don't like Ken Crawley. But the reality is Ken Crawley has played some games. He has, he has some experience playing for you. He could play for you in a pinch. I don't expect him to play long for you, but he could play for you in a pinch. But you have that luxury now because of Jeff Ireland's draft pick of what was CJ, what was Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, a fourth or fifth round pick. That's something I, I got to look yeah. up because I forgot. What was it? I believe it was fifth. I believe it was fifth, but, you know, one of the two, pick. you know. I think one of the two, yeah, he just, he, he just, Jeff Ireland is just that guy, man. You got to, so when we, like I said, when we when we sit there and go, oh, we should have done, we should have done, no, we got to trust the brass, bro. We're, they're heading us, they're guiding the ship in the right direction. Three yeah. potential years now, the where we're playing, we could have been three years, well, two, and now this one we're working on, we could have gotten to the Super Bowl off of this guy's moves. Yes. You know, so I don't question, I don't question, you know, oh, well, obviously the player's got to put the best foot forward every game, but the point is he's putting us in position by getting these guys. You know what I mean? Right. So I, I, I trust him 100%. Fort, bro. Right. I nothing. He's a fort. Fort, he's a okay. Fort. Yeah. But go ahead, okay. Sam. All right, all right. So, I mean, we, we were beating on that horse a little bit. Let's switch a little gear here. Um, what's going on with these zebras blowing these plays dead on our last few free plays, man? I mean, if memory, memory serves me correctly, it was like a TD or two that they just blowing these plays dead. I, you always see Tom Brady goes touchdown after it's a free play. And it's like, oh, well, what the hell? There you go. You know, they blowing the plays dead on us like all the time now. Come on and let us play a damn game. I mean, it, 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 and it does seem blatant. I mean, is it not? It, I, they were attributed to making mistakes, but if you – I mean, to be honest with you, the way if you watch other games in NFL, I've seen some pretty bad officiating. I think it's league raw, but when it goes to the Saints, it's extra. Every even the rookiest NFL officiating crew knows not to blow a play dead when they recognize the man jumping off sides. That's a free play. And mm-hmm. they, they they usually don't stop it. But remember, that's happened to us several times. Remember when the Saints recovered the fumble and Cam Jordan ran it in for a touchdown. They blew the play dead before mm-hmm. he found out. So and then I don't know how many points, but one of the Saints, one of our great Saints family members that's really astute in statistics, go back and do the research and find out how many that'll be the stat of the entire year. If they can find out how many touchdowns were pulled off the boards from the Saints by the officials. How many mm-hmm. touchdown scores, how many points have we lost due to the officials? I, that's a challenge I put out to all the family members in the chat to figure that out. How many touchdowns did the, did the Saints lose? How many points? Let's just put it like that. How many points? How many points did the right. Saints lose due to the, the hands of the officials from, from this game, this Cardinals game, to the first game against the Texans? How many points? If anybody knows the answer to that, please feel free to put the, like the chat up with it. That'll be the mm-hmm. stat of the next month to find out how many points. Right. School. Right. And let it, let it be anybody but Paul because I'm coming over his house for Dumbo tomorrow. He got to start cutting. <laughs> but, <laughs> but anything. All right. Anyway, right. Uh, so, all right. What is this now? These, these talking heads I've been looking at the last two days, obviously, right? Because after the game. 
what is the deal with we don't have a good offensive line? We got an average offensive line. Like, we look like cheesecloth. I mean, we've neutralized some of the best pass rushes in football this year. I mean, neutralized zero sacks, no touches on Bridgewater or Brees. Right. No touch, no hits, no hurries, no tackles. I'm like, what the hell? What are they looking at? What are they looking at? Oh, Brees. Well, Brees, I heard, uh, I don't, I don't, I can't rename who, but Brees gets rid of the ball so fast that it's, uh, that they can't get to it. Well, God damn it. That's where it's part of football. That makes the offensive line look better. It's, it's true. But at the same time, what happens when he doesn't get rid of the ball that quick? Everybody on our on our uh, uh, roster doesn't get open in two point five seconds. You know, right? It's the, our offensive line is like that, and they're not giving us that credit. It's just uh, everything, but we're a great team. You know, so few of them will will allude to it, but you know, I, it's just it, it my, it's mind blowing. I heard that like five times the last couple of days that our offensive line they're they're rating this. Oh, they will. Such and such defense will be able to get to them. Uh, the 49ers front four will be able to get to them. The Patriots are playing light, but they'll be able to get to Breeze. I'm like, how? If nobody else is doing it, how do you figure? It, it, it makes no sense. That, that's, Absolutely that's no smooth. sense. That's a great point, man. I, I mean, I just I got to give you ups on that because the reality is this. you're right. And we've, we've kind of documented that we went over this in the show, went over the fact that Aaron Donald <laughs> – Who's elite? He had one tackle in that game, and of course he was known for smacking Drew on his hand and knocking him out for the five games. But that was—he only had one tackle in the Rams game. J.J. Watt, who's some mm-hmm. argue is one of the best pass rushers in the game over the last several years, guy special. No, no stats at all for the Texans. Mm-hmm. Jadavion Clowney was same way. He had a what, but a tackle or something like that. D- Demarcus Lawrence, who's a special pass rusher in his own right from the Cowboys. He was shut down. You look at um, this past game with the Khalil Mack. Khalil Mack had mm-hmm. eight, eight tackles in the game, but that's due to the point that he was playing a run. He got a lot of that off of right. tackling guys in the running, you know, covering the run. And then you look at the two pass rushes that the, the, the Arizona Cardinals had the last two games. Terrell Suggs is going mm-hmm. to the Hall of Fame. He's a special talent getting to the quarterback. He didn't record a stat in the game. Chandler Jones was was sh- no Chandler had one tackle. Uh, Terrell Suggs didn't have a damn thing, but a, I think he had a QB hit. That's all mm-hmm. he had. So I mean, how the Saints shut down elite level pass rushers? They'll do the same to Bosa. You know, it, right? And what about what good. about Saxonville? What about Saxonville? That's they true didn't too. get involved in anything that's, either. That's true too. I couldn't even. There was no Saxonville. You know that mm-hmm. you know it's none of that. It, it it didn't exist. Then you talk. We can even talk about the guy from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers who was at the time leading the league in sacks. I forget his name. Uh, oh, correct, correct. The linebacker. The linebacker from I, I forget. The, some of the family members remind me uh, mm-hmm. who the man name is, but he was a guy who didn't even get close to sniffing the quarterback. So it just goes to show you over and over again. We talk about the ultimate pass rushers in the game. Who's better than Khalil Mack? Who's better than J.J. Watt? Who's better than some of these pass rushers? Aaron Donald. These are elite level players. That, that Calais Campbell. Calais Campbell's another dude. Didn't wasn't even a factor in that game. So you know, mm-hmm. like I say, man, this this is what the Saints do. The Saints shut you the hell down. And if you turn them into a running team, they're even better running the ball because that allows those big behemoths to put their hands on you and drive you out of that. And they love it. Ryan Ramchek, Teron Armstead, Andrews Pete. Eric McCoy, the rookie, is fantastic, and and Larry Warford. 
the best line in pro football. I've been saying it for a long time. I continue to say it. And, I, and there are a lot of great offensive lines out there, out there. But the Saints continue to do what no, nobody is doing. And that's taking your best players and giving them and, and, and they giving them goose eggs. I mean, it's, it's, it's a style. Mm-hmm. Big ups to the Saints. That's all I can say. Exactly. Shaquille Barrett. Exactly. Yeah, Barrett, yeah. Thank you, there, Kelvin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, man. So I'm about to hang up on you, man. But let me let me just give you one little last anecdote here before I roll out. Uh, the, the Pats, right? The Patriots, right? Everybody loves the Patriots. Oh, they're so great. They're so great, right? We know since the Tuck rule, they've been, you know, really good. And they play Dog Meat Jones and Left for Dead Harris in the division every year. You know, <laughs> nobody. No, nobody. No teams to speak of whatsoever. But it's it's kind of funny to me that since the Patriot Act was signed into law, you look up American football and you see a picture of the Patriots. I don't believe you with that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe uh, you with that one, bro. Somebody give a help. <laughs> give a oh, my God. It would give a new definition wouldn't it? <laughs> wouldn't it? <laughs> Thank you, school. Appreciate oh my the call, God. man. You always All right, bro. something to think about. Thank you, family. Appreciate you. Who that right. to your family? Love you, man. Peace and who that. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Same there. Peace. That's school, man. Good good call. School something else, man. Love school, man. Thank all the great callers, man. We're still on the line. We still got a few minutes before we check out family. Live numbers 504-475-4482. AJ, No Saint, Paul, Scoob, all the great callers called in today. Thank y'all fams for calling in um, as well. So, man, we still got a live line. It's really nice show, man. Two hours and 30 minutes. We got a few minutes. We got 50 of uh, over 50 people in the chat man please feel free to hit that subscribe button family if you hadn't already do so and if you're a subscriber and or if you're new to the show and hearing it for the first time or you know i know we we have our podcast out there that's on spreaker iHeartRadio, uh apple podcast google podcast the sports comb is pretty much everywhere where podcasts also a lot of people listen to the show on podcast but not on youtube is this your first time tuning in on youtube to follow the show hit the subscribe button and feel free like i said to hit the bell the bell lets you know when we go live if we do a special su- surprise screen like uh like uh some of the family members was asking about earlier roscoe good big ups to roscoe uh but like i said family and also on the other end about sharing feel free if you know any saints fans or family anywhere if you're in the saints football chat groups and all this kind of stuff on facebook or twitter or instagram feel free to take a link of the show and share it 
you know, share with others and other great like-minded Saints family. And remember, our live show, we do it every Saturday at 12 o'clock. Uh, we do our the sports coma for two hours. We take live call-ins. We covered it this week. We'll cover, kind of go over the past week and kind of recap and go over the things that we liked about the Saints. We'll have a little fun with it. This time we'll open up the phone lines and get the family involved. It'll be real fun, fam. Um, and also on the PRO Media Network, if you're an LSU Tigers fan, we do a Tough Tiger Talk. Please look that up on YouTube and subscribe to that as well. We do that at 10 o'clock on Saturdays. That's before the sports come. We do our LSU show it live as well. If you're a Pelicans fan, New Orleans Pelicans fan, there's the Pelican Post Game Report. If you like the commentary with the Saints, man, you'll love it with the Pelicans, man. There's a lot of great people that's on this platform that follow the Pelican Post Game Report as well. You can feel free to hit that up as well. So to keep it moving. But thank you, AJ. AJ says uh, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson's fourth-round pick, number three. That's Jeff Ireland. Jeff Ireland for president. He found Chauncey Gardner-Johnson. And what can I tell you, man? That's Jeff Ireland, his picks. Cade Nellis, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, Saquon Hampton, um, Elvin Kamara with third round pick. Mike Thomas with the second round pick. Second round pick. Mike Thomas was, I have to keep saying that because it ain't registered fully. Mike Thomas, the best wide receiver in pro football, was a second round pick. Not a first, not a top 10. He was a second round pick. Elvin Kamara, one of the most prolific all-purpose backs in the league, was a third round pick. Some of the talented Saints players that we have, like Trey Hendrickson, was a third round pick. Uh Traquan Smith, who's yet to provide, but I'm thinking Traquan would eventually show you what he made up was what a third round pick. You have a couple of players there. And then the Saints, as great as they are drafting guys, they're almost as good as finding undrafted guys as they are finding the draft guys. How do they keep doing it? Because they know what the hell they're doing, man. Big ups to the Saints organization. Jeff Island for president like my dog Scoop say, and we're gonna keep it moving. But uh, look like I think I think that's all the chat looked like we got through all the chat, got through all the topics. I answered all the questions. Any families had any concerns, questions or comments in the chat. We got the line open up for about five minutes. Family, I'd like to thank all the family members for chiming in, tuning into the sports coma tonight. Thank you, guys. Two hours and 40 minutes, almost three hours was a great Saint talk. We got it early started early and I wanted to kind of surprise you guys. I'm glad you all were able to come in because a lot of people was looking for some great uh, Saint talk tonight. Uh, I brought the show uh, early ahead to you, maybe a day early because of the trade deadline. I wanted to talk about that with the family and go from that. Paul says, hey, Q, do you think the Saints will use more sweeps and counters in the run game? Sweeps and counters, Paul. I think they, well, we had, we seen a few, the Saints utilize the sweeps and uh, uh, sweeps are counters in the run game. Uh, it could be, Paul. I mean, you know what? It'll be interesting to see what kind of plays the Saints run because it'll be unique, to say the least. Think about it like this. You got Elvin Kamara coming in. You know how the Saints utilize Elvin Kamara when he was healthy. Then when he went out the two games, you see how they use Latavius Murray. I'm kind of thinking Sean Payton will kind of create something different here going into the season. I do see sweeps and counters in the second half of the season. I see misdirection coming up. I see... um. Uh, all kind of stuff reverses going on with Deontay Harris. Uh, I see lineups where Elvin Kamara's on the field with De- with Deontay Harris lined up in speed packages with their fastest wide receivers out there. I see all kind of stuff coming from Sean Payton in the second half of the season. It's going to be really special to say the least, man. And I'm looking forward to it. Like I said, family, I like to thank all the great and beautiful black and gold people for joining us 
in the sports coma tonight. It's been special. It's been fun. It's been great uh, talking and dealing with the family today. And like I said, man, uh, the way we appreciate the donations today as well and the love. And like I said, it just makes me go 110 percent harder in the paint for the for the fam when they appreciate the content. We got great people that's chiming in. Uh, great family. And I don't I, I you know, I do my best to, to stay up and make sure everything is all good and keep improving the look and the feel of the platform. So we have something respectable and, uh, you know, honorable. So when the family come in, they can actually enjoy and bring more of their family here to be a great platform for us to have these type of discussions and invent and voice our opinions, concerns, and comments to the world and not be set up and talked to like ESPN, Fox, and the rest of them people do us. But we actually have a voice and we utilize it. So I like to thank everybody for giving me the opportunity to be able to sit before you and talk about the beloved saints. The way we fund our platform as well, we have over 20 different styles of shirts available on the pro shop. 20 different styles of shirts available on the pro shop coffee mugs gear for the women men and children and babies onesies shirts 20 different styles black and gold royalty all kind of stuff and just recently family we just had two more new styles added to it one pelican uh t-shirt design as well that was rain also pillows to family and swinging tiles like when you go to the saints games and you wave your your, your tiles like the Steelers have the terrible tile. We have the saintly tile. They got all that there at the pro shop. Dozens of items for sale through the month of October. You can get a 25% discount on your final purchase by simply shopping through the month of December. But, uh, we'll put a link in the description section so the family members can support the pro shop. Like I said, this is one of the great ways that we help continue to fund this beautiful and awesome platform that we have man i just i just just love it man i'm just so happy to be able to have the family here so that's the link in the description section for the family if they want to check out the gear like i said two new shirts just dropped uh in the past five days one is called zion new it's uh what is it built nola and zion strong built nola and zion strong is a pelican shirt really nice that's out they released our first pelican shirt and then the other shirt is a tiger so the lsu tiger shirt that was just released it was a really nice shirt too really uh awesome shirt and then it's the the other great sellers the god is a saints fan shirt win lose a draw i ride with the black and gold i am black and gold royalty we didn't get robbed the dat slap of shirts volumes one versions one and versions two smartphone cover cases all that great stuff is available and remember with the code big q25 that's big q25 you get 25 percent off through the month of october just to let the family know so and also family just to let everybody know if you if you don't already know that the sports coma with big q and the guys are giving away ps4 consoles and the madden game all the way into december so we each month we giving away a console and a game separately our winners from september with DJ and 985J. They were our September winners. If you want to see them and their winnings, you can go to our community section of this page, the PRO Media Network page, and scroll there. You'll see our winners holding their winnings. Very proud. And if you could be a winner too, just like PJ and a DJ and 985J, by simply entering, it don't cost any money to do it. And it's very simple. Take a few times. Just do what it says. 
and you could be entered in to win. Remember, the 29th is the last day, which is today. <laughs> Today's 29th, and we'll announce the winners of the of the October uh, console giveaway coming up on the next show. So you still have an opportunity to enter if you hadn't entered already. Is what I'm saying, family. So feel free to do that now. If you uh, well after the show when we go <laughs> we go off. So just to let the family know. Also, family, just a big shout out to all our patrons out there. We have great family members uh, like Derek L, Sean C, um, Kelly, Devin, Dada. Great family like them that took it up a notch and became members of our Patreon show where they decided to donate a dollar or five dollars a month to help build the, the same platform to make it strong for all the family members. I salute those people for doing that. And I also appreciate all the guys that get a donations and and share the show and all that you do. But, you know, like I said, it's another level to it, like how the family they just, they just of commitment and they committed to giving a dollar or five dollars a month. And a lot of people say, well, I spend five bucks uh, some days on a value meal and I'm hungry six days later. So I know if I can get a platform five bucks a month to help build it so it could be strong. As you can see, we always improvement. You see new ads, you see new scrolls, you see new graphics. And just recently, family, uh, from our last couple of shows, I don't know if most of the family members have seen, we have now added a uh, in-show graphic layer into it where you see the statistics and all that kind of stuff. So we continue to add and build as you can see more and more improvement to the platform moving forward. And I just really appreciate the family because we couldn't do it all this without the family members contributions for helping and believing in the platform and taking the next step and giving their money, their hard earned dollars. So like I said, I love and I appreciate all of you for what you do. Also to let family members, I made mention of it earlier is that the PRO media network, which is a combination. A network is the umbrella and each the sports coma, the Pelican post game report, ring king box and the tough tiger talk are all you can listen to them all on Spreaker today simply by going to Spreaker.com slash the PRO media network. Excuse me, Spreaker.com slash the sports coma. I'm sorry about that. Speaker, Spreaker, 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 S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R dot com slash the sports coma. And you can sign up and you can listen to all of a large catalog of all of our current podcasts. And go all the way back dealing with the Pelican Post game, all that. It's all up there on our speaker page. And that's like for people that's at work or working at work and they want to hear a, the radio version. Those shows are available on iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Deezer, Spotify, everywhere there's podcasts, the Sports Coma, the Pelican Post game Report, Ring Kings Boxing, and Tough Tiger Talk is there. Just to let the family know. So like I said, I appreciate all the things, all the beautiful things the family member has done to help improve and help this platform out. I mean, I appreciate the hell out of it. And, and people know that I don't just say some stuff that I'm serious about it. So I thank all of you. Bless you. Thank you. I love y'all. Appreciate y'all, man. And if you're not a subscriber, join this platform. Join it. It's excellent. I'm telling you, that's not a great, and I put my word on this, it's not a greater platform of more intelligent black and gold minds in this entire sanctum i'm just being honest with you and i see a few people got a few things but i'm these are intelligent black and gold people that's bringing intelligence to the conversation and i love the hell out of that man i'm just being honest with you i love it and i just appreciate you so before i go i'd like to say what's up to all the family members that joined us in the chat today 
uh, Chris Mueller, who that to you, Derek Summerfield, big ups to your family, Neville, who that to you, T, who that to you, Elite Goods, what's up, Paul, thank you for your call, thank you, fam, uh, Kevin McKnight, who that to you, uh, Throat Cutter, appreciate the comments, fam, who that, Kelly, thank you, Kelly, who that to your family, be safe, uh, Soldier for God, 77, thank you, family, who that, Drew Goddamn Breeze, much love, and who that to your family, Derek L, who that to you, and appreciate the love, Derek, appreciate you, John Lister, who that to your family, big ups to you, uh, Vernon Joseph, who that to your family. Thanks for joining us tonight. Uh, Marco Thompson, who that to you, Marco. Appreciate your family for joining us tonight. Subscribe if you're not a subscriber there, Marco. Uh, who else we got here? Um, I think uh, let's scroll a little further, see if I can get the rest of the family. Uh, in that elite goods, once again, Robert Clark, who that to your family. Teal, thank you for joining us tonight. Uh, Teal, appreciate you, baby. Who that for you? Who that to you? Uh, Desmond Roman, who that to you, Desmond? Uh, LL Ghost Dad, thank you there, fam. Appreciate you. Uh, who that? Uh, Jermaine, who that to you? Adrian, thank you, baby. Who that to you? Young Bloods, 46, who that to you, family? Sean C, big ups, much love to you. Cody, who that? Much love to you, Cody. Uh, Ramsey, big ups to your family, who that? Uh, let's see who else we got here. Derry, who that to you, Derry Simpy. Uh, let's see. I've got a lot. Irvin Alexander, who that to your family as well. Uh, let's keep it done. My boy, school, appreciate the call and the laughter. My man, appreciate you. Love you. Who that? Jerome, who that? Appreciate your family. Good Jill Sessions, big up to your family. Good comments. Who that to you? Kyle, Kyle Davis, big ups fam. Who that to you? Let's see. Uh, let's see. Purple Knight, what it do? Purple Knight, who that family? Uh, let's see what else the rest of my family members in the building. You know, I got to get Larry. Who that to you, Larry? uh neville once again family i believe who that to your family i like i like that tag man i believe uh mikhail Pryor, thank you for joining us tonight family subscribe if you're not a subscriber family welcome to the family jonathan o'neill who that to you no saint thank you for the comments man very very enlightening bro you know when we do most shows feel free to call in that no saint i like that commentary man uh let's see uh who else we got here uh, who that for life thank you for joining us family subscribe if you're not a subscriber appreciate you who that to you solo the pro cut king who that to your family long tag but i respect the hell out of it thank you family uh, big ups to you who that john lister who that to you jc mason good to see your family who that to you um let's see what else we got here kelvin i see you kelvin who that to you kelvin uh, john thank you for joining us tonight john bro big ups to you be safe up there fam uh, let's see what else we got here. Verlin, big ups to you, Verlin. Who that baby? Um, AJ Pierce, thanks for the, thanks for the call, family. Who that to you? Good comments, fam. Uh, Demi, appreciate you, Demi. Thank you, baby. God bless you too, and you be safe, Demi. And all the family members, man. Jameer Shelby, who that to you, Jameer? You came in toward the back end, but still appreciate you, though, family. Subscribe if you're not a subscriber there. Uh, Jameer, appreciate you. Keep trying. Who that? Keep trying. Appreciate you. Keep trying joining in, baby. Kind of toward the later podcast, but <laughs> it's, it's it's always the replay. But I like to preach. Thank all of the great family members for chiming in today on the Sports Coma. Thank you all for joining us tonight. Remember, we'll be back on Saturday. Possibly might do another surprise stream later on in the week. Please hit that notification bell so you'll be notified when we go live. But. Like I said, the next live show, if we don't do a surprise show on you <laughs> later on this week, will be Saturday at 12 o'clock, two hour show. 
we'll do a really creative show in which we'll play some interviews with a couple of few topics. We'll kind of recap the first half of the season. We'll have a little fun. I want the family to call in and chime in and tell me what they thought and what they thinking about what we knew to do, what we need to do going into the second half of the season to continue the success. We'll have a nice little fun Saturday show. I'll open up the phone lines and we'll do it big. So I like to thank all the family members. Jerome says, cute. Thank, thanks. Thanks. Looking for Dan Arnold to be like cooks could be family. Jerome, we, he got a long way to go if you're talking about being like Cooks, man. He got to learn to stop dropping a damn ball, man. But he doing he doing good. I ain't got nothing bad to say about Dan on him. As long as he keep his mind right, we'll be fine. But like I said, I'd like to thank all the Saints uh, for all, Saints family for all y'all do. Thank y'all. Continue to share the show in the, in, uh, on your social media. It really helps out. Trust me, it really does. All the great donations. We appreciate them. We put them to good use here. And like I said, I'll see you guys on Saturday, if not a live surprise stream somewhere during the week. So thank you, love you, and who that? Yeah. Well, all right. Like you always say, welcome, welcome, welcome. Number one sports talking deed. We ain't like the Falcons. We won't blow the lead. Look, all we talk is who that? Who got cut and who back? Rookies in the vets. Players you should look at. It's the sports coma. You don't want to miss it. Got the pre-game, party, post-game statistics. Get a visit for trade. Maybe DC or five. It's the hottest thing smoking. Big Q and the guys. Go to YouTube live. Make sure you subscribe. And the views inside the Saints locker room high. Talk to Drew, Jordan, Zach, Peyton, New Orleans, who that nation? Best believe when I say we bleed gold and black. Ain't a miracle or rivalry could ever hold us back. No, Beast Quake, Bounty Gate, let the truth be told. It's the sports coma. All we know is say Super Bowl. Yeah. You're listening to the sports coma with Big Q and the guys on the PRO Media Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.